Welcome in, everyone, to episode 128 of the Bowcast Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Hang. And if my background looks weird and dingy or like dark, well, one, it's late, but two, I, I just, I literally just moved like a few days ago. So I, I haven't really set anything up, but I can already tell you that I have more couches than Anacor owns. I was going to say who's living in a cell now, but yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, it's I, still, I still you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still haven't got anyway. We're joined by Anacor, but we got a very special guest too, and also across the other side of the world too. From me, closer to Anacor, we got Zoe Tudash joining us today. How are you doing, Zoe? Doing good, boys. How are you guys going? It is a it's a it's a filthy hot day today in Australia, but you know, making the most of it. Yeah. When I was in Australia last year, or I don't, know, I guess it was earlier this year. Um, I never realized how much the temperature fluctuates in where, like yeah. a few hours. It depends where you visit Melbourne. for sure. Yeah, well, the, yeah. yeah, that's the Melbourne experience, yeah. 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 It yeah. is. I feel like it's specifically Melbourne gets insane. Like whenever I visit it, it's like you have to have a jumper because the amount of times I've bought a jumper visiting Melbourne in summer <laughs> is ridiculous. I have a collection now. So it's just like just take it because you're going to need it yeah. somehow because it's just going to change. But thankfully where I am is a bit more stable, but um. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. It's That's fun. beautiful, though. Toes. I mean, I enjoyed it. I just, I was just shocked at how much, like, it was like, well, I, I don't know Celsius very well, but it was like <laughs> 90 plus degrees Fahrenheit, like very yeah. hot and humid. And we're just like, everyone's just trying to find a restaurant to go to. We were going to get grab lunch anyway, but it was just like super hot. And then I see them opening the windows like 30 minutes later while we're eating. I was like, wait, it's like, it's going to be steaming hot in here. And then I go outside and it's like 30 degrees cooler. And I, I just don't even understand how that could happen in like 30 minutes. Um, but yeah, the temperatures. Apparently it's Arctic winds. Yeah. And I don't yeah. really know what that means. But it's it's literally like because Melbourne the is the there's nothing blocking the wind coming up from the Arctic oh. to Melbourne, basically, because they're on the bottom curvy bit of Australia. They just yeah. cop if Antarctica decides to be spicy that day. It's like, well, temperature change for you guys. So. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Wow. The more you yeah. learn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, anyway, I think I would be shocked if anyone from our audience doesn't know who you are, Zoe. But in case, uh, in case there's someone that doesn't, uh, feel free to introduce yourself. You know, where uh, I your real name is Zoe, correct? Yeah, or your yeah. first name? Yeah. Okay. Because some some people they they miss. Yeah. No. I know. Yeah. Not, they do yeah. like the cheeky cheeky <laughs> names. Yeah. 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 Like Steve. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> like someone quite. Quite local to you. Yes. Exactly. I know. No idea who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because oh. you wouldn't know him by Steve, would you? You'd know him no. by his actual name. No, Steve yeah. is Steve. I'm here in Fibs. But where does Zoe Tudas, where did that name come from, by the way? Was it like a handle used in past games? It's, or like... it's uh, yes, but it's technically quite literally instructions on how to spell my name. So yeah. my name is Zoe, like with the two dots above the E, with the umlau. Uh -huh. um, it was from my year 12 jersey. So in Australia, when you finish high school, finish year 12, um, I don't know if every school does it, but everyone in our area did where it's like instead of wearing a sports uniform on a Friday, the year 12 kids would have their jersey where it's like a custom mm. design and you get like your name, nickname, whatever printed on across the back. Um, and for whatever reason, like the printing company was like, no, nope, no special characters. You can't have an umlau. And I just wanted Zoe on the back of it. Yeah. And I was like, I just want Zoe and two dots. I was like, oh, well, they just spell it out like that. So Zoe two dots uh, came from that. 
on uh, my high school jersey. And then very fortunately was at the time where like a lot of online gaming and like Instagram or whatever else was coming out. So I managed to like mm-hmm. snag the handle on most yeah. on most of the things very fortunately. So, yeah. That's pretty awesome. You know, uh, it's really sad how long it took me to realize that <laughs> that's what your username meant. And, and by like how long, it meant like literally like five minutes ago when you started. No, that's, that. that's the like, usual Wait, experience. Hold on. Yeah, I like, <laughs> I just, I mean, because I've seen your name spelled out too, but I just like never pieced it together until now, which is. That is uh, a very a common experience. Don't worry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's usually someone's like, why, why is it that? And then like, as they're asking it, they're like, wait a second wait a second like it all comes together that's awesome um (laughs) did you play pokemon before pokemon go because you know everyone did something before 2016 but uh what what how deep were you in the pokemon lore original recipe pokemon baby like i was probably i was the prime demographic for like when the anime came out so i was like four ish in australia when we got the um like the tv show the anime and then um I definitely did not play the games correctly, but I sure as hell played like I played everything except for Gen 3 as they came out. Um, Yeah. So I guess first started by like borrowing a cousin's copy. I I think I borrowed their version of red, but the first one I owned was yellow. Um, And then yeah, from there playing like soul had gold on the Game Boy color, like just plugged it into my Game Boy Advance sort of thing. Um, and then, yeah, over the years, yeah, played all the gens except for Gen 3 as they came out sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So you were a big Pokemon fan even before Pokemon Go dropped. So Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Did you, yeah. Um, also for those that don't know as well, uh, Zoe is a content creator too for Pokemon Go and uh, other Pokemon games at times too. Uh, but what, uh, what got you into just creating content too because i think you were probably one of the first youtubers uh, for go yeah yeah yeah. um so i i had originally like done a couple of videos like just travel vlog stuff like Mm -hmm. um i think a few years before go came out and it was just like you know had really enjoyed watching people like doing you know just japan vlogs and things like that or like oh i went through the pokemon center and just kind of cute things like that and i was like oh when i go on holiday i might do the same thing so somewhere in the deep recesses of my channel are still these very poorly edited (laughs) like original like travel vlogs of just like you know yeah going through the pokemon center or whatever else um I'd always like played video games obviously played pokemon and stuff separately to that but the actual like ability to be a content creator um i think was probably a lot harder for and i guess a lot of aussies can probably relate with like how terrible our internet is and especially you know um even when pokemon go came out like our home wi-fi sort of situations were still like adsl2 like slow as hell um so it's kind of like (laughs) you might want to do that but good luck yeah yeah it's like terrible like you you couldn't even live stream on the oh, internet yeah. that we had because it was less than one meg uploads like atrocious <laughs> wait um, were you talking about this last week anacor or no or but I, I i was thinking like now do you know what i mean so like it's now it's pretty bad it's, now depending it's not like, yeah it's not amazing yeah. now but yeah. thinking about it obviously over the last few years most places have you know like got like fiber or something like mm-hmm. that so there's mm-hmm. been yeah. like a quite a bit of an increase but I mean, this is nearly, you know, 
10 years ago, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I can't really imagine it's, how... Uh, we've had a lot of kerfuffles with our... Uh, yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of like ongoing, you know, uh, that sort of stuff with Australian internet that goes just beyond Believe like it's a whole thing. I, was it just last yeah. week or like two weeks ago where an entire mobile network just shut off for a day? Oh, yeah. I think like Optus just turned off or was Optus or Telstra, whichever one. Pick, pick your Probably. flavor for whichever decides to have an outage. <laughs> I think it was Optus. Uh, but yeah, they just, the whole network went down, which is pretty wild. What? Yeah. Hey. But, um, okay, so not the yeah, best so Wi-Fi kind of like, when Go came out. No. <laughs> yeah. Like, at least on your phone mobile, like if you're using 4G at the time, whatever else, like that's fine at least. But yeah, like home internet was just atrocious. Um, mm. But it kind of like, so... I was always interested in like, you know, the content creation side of things, but it being functionally possible was like pretty difficult. Didn't have a, like a proper PC, um, you know, didn't have a, couldn't afford capture card, um, consoles, whatever else, like to, couldn't stream because there was no upload speeds. Um, so then when Pokemon Go came out, I was like, or when it was, you know, it's going to come out, I was like, oh, well, all you need is a phone and your camera. And I have both of these things. Um, you know, ripperoni the upload speeds, but I have these two things. I don't need to buy a PC. I don't need a capture card or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Why don't I try that? So I was like in the process of filming the first video for my channel um, to be like, hey, I'm going to be covering Pokemon Go stuff. Here's what I'm going to be like you know, in Australia, whatever else. And like that, that very next day, Pokemon Go just dropped. It was like, hey, it's out. Um, so I was at work, like sitting at my desk at work and my coworker's like, okay, it's out. Out. And I'm just like, I'm going on lunch break. And I just like sprinted out to like, you know, go and play the game. Um, so it was very, very literally like my first video is the first day pretty much of what? Pokemon Go coming out. Wait, was it released at the same time in Australia as it was we, in the US or was it a few days? We got it a day early. early. We okay. got a day early. You got a yeah. day early. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh right. Oh, so time cells were I remember at the time people were like, um, for you they were like changing their uh app store region to australia yes. so yeah. they could, yeah. to try and play so it early download it earlier yeah yeah, That's yeah. Crazy. i believe yeah. the logic was they tried to like soft launch it in australia because it's like a smaller player base just to be like okay it's so like the first wave of people but then like you're saying everyone's trying to like change the app store like everyone's like oh my god how do i get it like and just obliterated the servers um but yeah that's wild so you had a travel youtube channel essentially and then like it, tiny, it became, tiny one, but yeah. And then yeah. it became your, well, it's essentially yeah. the same channel. The right? same channel, yeah. The exact yeah, same channel where the videos are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Oh, so you were like really on like on top of it, like from, from day one too. Yes, but I, I guess I, I had no clue really on like the YouTube algorithm, those sorts of things. I hadn't built yeah. up like a lot of a base or following or whatever. Like I probably had a couple hundred subscribers sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, when Go dropped, it was just kind of like, oh, right, like I've put all this work in. Here's a video. <gasps> all right, 20 yeah. views. Sick. What? Um, <laughs> and like obviously looking back, they're not amazing videos. Like there's – I didn't know what I was doing. They're pretty rough. Mm. But um, very early on, uh, Nick Trainer Tips was doing like a international decks series where he was getting people from around the world to film an episode and submit them mm. sort of thing. So you would film it, edit it send it to him and he would like feature you as an episode sort of thing. Um, So I'd emailed him at the end of 2016, like um, it was just before Christmas ish. And I was kind of like, Hey, you know, and then he got back to me whatever weeks later and was like, yeah, cool. would love to have you on go for it, make an episode. And so I like intentionally tried to like 
I, I went and got the same, like purchased the same soundtrack and everything that he would use for his um, episodes and that sort of thing to try and like basically do a, an episode in his style so that his audience would like, you know, ideally resonate with it, enjoy it, like they would have the same kind of vibe. Um, and through doing that, I was like, oh, I need to like, I can be tightening up my editing skills like way, way more. <laughs> <laughs> it's like observing, like actually critically watching someone else's stuff. Um, but yeah, submitted that. Um, it did really, really well. I woke up and I had like a thousand subscribers and I was like, holy crap, what do I, what do I do? What do I do? What do you guys want? Do you need water? Yeah. Do you need food? Like, and they're just like, <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing. We liked what you did. We liked your video. Just, just keep going. And I'm just like, okay, um, all right. So now I'm going to hatch some eggs. Like, and then that's kind of, yeah, that was like quite literally the defibrillators for my channel was that that collaboration kind of started that core bunch of humans and yeah i went from there at what point That's... did you decide that like it was going to be something that you were going to do like i want to say full time because maybe there was a part before that but do you know what i mean like yeah at what point did you decide that you were going to like commit to it fully um i definitely like when it I feel like definitely after that collaboration, I was like, okay, this is possible that it's like, I'm not just putting in eight hours of work and getting 10 views sort of thing. Like there is mm -hmm. cool. We've got, we've got a little core audience and they like what I'm doing. Um, you know, I'm getting more comfortable with being me on camera and talking to a camera and not being super awkward. Um, but it was kind of like, I guess from that honestly from pretty early days, it was kind of like, I would love if this was possible to be a thing to do full time, to do as a job. Um, obviously at the time was earning like nothing from YouTube. So it's kind of like, what's well, that's clearly not financially an option. Um, but honestly, over the first two years ish, I would say so it was, I think it was by the end of, oh, I always get my dates mixed up. If it was end of 2018 or end of 2019 was when it was kind of like, okay, he was in 2018, 2018. It's like, okay, it's not paying the bills just yet, but we're, we're earning something, but the the counterbalance between the hours that I put in to work full time at my graphic design job and then filming on my lunch break, editing after work, like I'm getting no, you know, work life balance. It was like work and then second work. Um, and it was sort of this point where it's like, okay, if I could put that time from the graphics job into this, it should, you know, everything's trajecting up. It should be, you know, within a couple of months be at a point where it is sustainable or, you know, profitable financially. Um, but, you know, do I take that risk and quit my job sort of thing? And it was at a time as well where I was just kind of not loving my job either. Um, and my partner, Alan, was kind of like, hey, how about you quit? Like, we're not going to become destitute if you do. And if it doesn't work out, in a month, two months, whatever, you can find another job and it's fine. Like we've got savings, like, you know, his income sort of things, like we're fine, mm -hmm. quit. And if it doesn't work out, like we'll figure something else out. Um, so I did, I quit and it all worked out, thankfully. So <laughs> yeah, it's all, all been going good. So glad that I had that, you know, opportunity to do that and support to do that. So, but yeah. yeah. I think for a lot of people, there'd definitely be that teetering point of like, you know, that maybe if you had the more time to put into it, you could be doing it full time, but do you take the giant risk of 
bailing out of something that's a known sustainably fine, but you're not loving it to take the risk to do it sort of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. I did something similar too, because I was also working a kind of regular nine to five and I was just like mm. so tired afterward. I'm like, oh, I got to make these videos and do all this stuff. And yeah. It's like, oh, let's just take the risk and see what happens. But yeah. Um, it's nice to not have like performance evaluations with a boss anymore. <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah. sit no down and negotiate. Like, like, like yeah, I know, yeah. and all this stuff, and like all the paperwork stuff. You can just do your own thing. Um, yeah. It's funny that you mentioned the trainer tips uh, collaboration video because I was like blanking earlier, thinking like, when when did I first watch your videos? And then I realized that was the video that I first yeah saw your yeah. video because I used to watch all his videos. I still watch his videos from time to time, but um, I used to watch his videos like religiously yeah. every day and. Um, yeah, it was, I remember your video was really cool too in, in that regard. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, that's awesome. So um, I had something I had in mind. But Anna, if you have a question, go for it. But I had something in mind. I was going to ask him. <laughs> I'm blanking on it right now. You good? Yeah, no, you're no, like you're like half good. baked in the sun right now and like half <laughs> like, like I don't know what's going on. You look like two faced from like really, Batman. Yeah, I, I can't what's really do on? anything about it. So I thought I'd lean into it and just do the two faced thing. <laughs> I, I got it like really square in the middle. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So kind of I was gonna ask. So, uh, you started traveling around the world too, right? When, when Pokemon Go started having kind of like in person events, I think one of their first events was probably. The Lapras event in Japan. Were you at that one? Because I know Japan's no, like close-ish. Yeah. No, I I think at the uh, no because I'd already had planned like me and Alan had planned like a Japan holiday. I think for okay. the end, like coming up in 2017, sort of thing, early 2017. So it's kind of like well, I can't really justify a YOLO flight to you know right. to Japan. So I, my first like um, obviously I filmed on like our our trip for that but like my first travel like for pokemon go specifically was 2018 chicago go fest yeah okay yeah so before that any of the earlier on ones now was again like watching like through other people's watching nick's videos and that sort of thing um for those really early events yeah Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So, well, yeah, I guess I was only the second one too, because the first one was. Yeah, the first one was wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I heard stories. Yeah. Yes. But, uh, I heard the tales. Get a chance to go, and then I feel like there was Niantic hosted um kind of like a global tour thing, right? Were they doing like safaris just around the world or something? And then were you a part of that? Like, I know they kind of like pulled in some content creators for the first time, and were you know. Kind of no so that was, like, i was yeah i was kind of brought in like just after that okay. um so there was that original they did like the three like go fest and the safari zones kind of together so mm-hmm. it was like the german event usa and japan and right. then I, I i traveled out for the japan one even i wasn't like part of the official like production thing but mm-hmm. i was like um nick and that they were like yep yeah, cool like we're gonna be you know staying on in japan to film a bit more after the safari zone anyway and i was kind of like hey am i a pest if i tag along like you guys want to share airbnb whatever else like again don't be a pest but happy (laughs) to share um and yeah we ended up just like traveling around japan after that safari for like three weeks ish almost um and just filming like in osaka in kyoto and tokyo sort of thing and just kind of like having 
awesome, awesome summer. Um, and I think that as well was probably like a really, early, like that was like a massive, I guess, kick for all of us as well. Cause we're all getting to know each other, like traveling, meeting face to face sort of thing, um, collaborating. And then from the Japan trip at the end of that year, kind of like then fed into 2019 was ridiculous. Like there mm-hmm. were so many events, 2019, um, I think I got to like September in 2019. And I was like, oh my God, it's not even the end of the year yet. Like, Jesus, <laughs> how much have we done this year? Like it was, it was insane. Um, so I think that, that kind of like kicked off from their official thing that they were all doing into um, just all of us kind of like, yeah, traveling together, working together. Um, and yeah, I was kind of like put into that Niantic group just after the mm-hmm. Japan one finished up. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And, you know, for those that I'm, I'm sure some people don't realize this too. Right. Um, and I, I don't fully realize it too, because I'm, I'm not like big on, like, I'm not a great blogger or anything too, but it's a lot of work when you're all traveling to all these things. Right. Because I know you're, yeah. you're going there and then you're collaborating, you're filming, you're making content. And then mm. like the, once the day's over, the day's not really over. Cause then you have to go Correct. back and like, edit everything in the hotel <laughs> yeah. room, wherever, and then upload and like start the next day. Like these are like, these are probably like 12 plus hour massive, days, right? <laughs> massive days. I think it's it's gotten a little bit like, I think especially like probably this year and last year with YouTube. And I guess if you're someone who's like strategizing and thinking ahead, not me, um, like you could be planning the events a bit better because it, it used to very much be like everyone wants to see it now. Like who's the first one to have the video up? Um, like because everyone's like on and wanting to see immediately. And I think over the last year and a bit, like YouTube's algorithm favors, um, you know, videos that are a bit more curated around an idea or a question or a concept sort of thing. So mm-hmm. um, stuff like what Brandon does where he's like, you know, catching a hundred Pokemon in 24, shiny Pokemon in 24 hours sort of thing. So he's yeah. planned ahead to, all right, day one and day two of this event, he's just going to be like hoodie on, catching his hundred shiny sort of thing. But then that sort of thing isn't fully dependent on being uploaded that night. Um, it has, it's going to have the longevity as an interesting video that is also at an event to mm-hmm. that. It's fine that it doesn't go up that night sort of thing. Whereas if it's, um, I guess a lot more of what I do because of being Australia and having the times and advantage for just general events, people want to see what's happening in the new events. So I've gotten pretty good at like, all right, speed run this, get yeah. home, smash out and edit. Hopefully it's like, you know, succinct and still looks nice and whatever else. Um, but yeah, like definitely those, especially the earlier events where it's just, all right, you're up at whatever o'clock, get fed, get in there. You're playing the whole event day. Um, and then quite literally like go home, drop the files. You know, I would try and like min-max my editing. So it's kind of like, okay, well, while this is exporting, I'm going to jump in the shower so I can finally not feel like I'm dying and then like come back out and do the thumbnail. And then that's perfectly timed for the upload. It's going to take as long as the thumbnail takes to get done sort of thing. Um, yeah. And then you eventually just crash and pass out yeah. and uh, start the next day. <laughs> yeah. It's a so, lot of work. I don't, yeah. I don't think people realize it. Um, and again, like I said, like I'm not on, like I'm not as, grinding nearly as hard too especially if Mm -hmm. i'm not making blog content um but i remember one of my friends recently told me she's like like being a content creator is not as easy as it sounds right i was like no it's not she's like it's like you never really have like 
days off, you just kind of have to, there's always more yeah. you can do, right? At, at least in my mind, I would feel like there's always more you can do, but also there's just, you know, it's, it's, I feel like there's always like a constant fight to like stay relevant to, um, yeah, leadership as well to a degree. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just kind of like there's, especially like early days, you know, no one can probably justify having an editor or things like that. Or even for me, still currently, I can't completely justify having an editor. Um, and I've only had someone edit probably less than 10 of my videos. And that's been yeah. for like the big events um, in the last, like pretty much last year and a bit, because it's like, I know that I'm just going to be too overwhelmed. There's too much to film. If I'm trying to do multiple videos, I'm going to fall behind. So it's like, okay, I know I'm going to do I can do my video first day and then second, third day I can compile and send to the editor sort of thing. Um, but it's just kind of like for me when the time zone thing is such a thing, why would I spend the time to then send off the files to then they have to edit <laughs> it? So then I'm like, oh, can you change yeah. this, change that? It's just faster if I do it sort of thing. So then it's like, oh, I can't even have reprieve like <laughs> on, yeah. a, on a regular like week video. Um, right. So yeah, it is hard as well. And then it's kind of like, okay, well, what things can I, you know, film in advance that aren't time sensitive or mm -hmm. whatever else potentially to offset that. But, it, you know, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think it's about the editing thing for the time zone advantage because then, yeah, you just kind of like wipe away the, the yeah, couple the hours. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, depending on yeah. where it is. I remember I was listening to a, another podcast where um, Billy, the, the trainer club, the mm. guy that runs the trainer club videos, uh, he was saying that one day he hopes to move to maybe Australia just to have that like mm, time to advantage yeah. for events too. Cause I think yeah. he's in like the West coast right now, which is like, like one of the worst times to, to put out, you know, relevant yeah. for new events. Um, but I guess like the, the flip side is, is like really significant. Um, it's, and then also in comparison yeah. to the fact that also, you get the most bugs and most issues with yeah, that's yeah, the trade-off. Yeah, exactly. yeah, trade <laughs> how, yes. how does that uh like how do you feel it like uh, factors in personally? It's hard because it's like I definitely I feel like the easiest one to look at for the advantage is something like a community day, where it's like, at least with a regular event, there's you know, different angles of people enjoy different aspects, like whereas someone else might like doing more rating than I do, or like I like to do eggs, whatever. People can find their person that they like to watch for that flavor. Whereas like the time zone might not have that much of a difference, but like for a community day, you can just see the difference in like as the time zone rolls out, if you're in one of the later time zones, the views just aren't there. Even for if I've been in a different time zone and someone could be like, yeah, I know that Zoe always does com day video. Or like I like what she does, blah, blah, blah. By the time it gets to like, you know, when I was say, for example, in Germany, you're already in that time. So it's one of the last ones to get the event. People have already seen it. They're fine. They know what to expect. They know what's in the research. They're ready. They don't need to see 20 of the same mm -hmm. experience essentially. Mm -hmm. So I think that's like one of the easier ones to see just how, um, I guess, how impactful the, the time zone advantage can be, which I'm appreciative of. Yeah. <laughs> so I definitely try to, you know, use that especially for com day um but yeah it's uh the bug trade-off is uh <laughs> it's it's honestly at like some points it's just ridiculous like it, you know you don't i don't you know, touch wood things have been kind of chill it's mm -hmm. just you know, um for the last month-ish i guess like there's been little things but nothing exploded so 
Uh, but it's honestly just like exhausting after the hundredth broken event. You're like, can we just get someone yeah. that clocks on with New Zealand to just solve it in 60 seconds, not in, you know, six days time? <laughs> yeah. But, well, yeah. I, I'm sure you probably lost track of how many makeup events you've had at this point too, right? Because there, Someone's got a website <laughs> that tracks them. Someone's got a website <laughs> keeping count. <laughs> yeah, which is, again, mostly New Zealand. Like New Zealand yeah. cops, that, oh, that time zone, anyone in that time zone, mm-hmm. um, they cop so much more. Like Australia's had plenty, but we've probably had a quarter maybe yeah. of what they've had. I think yeah. that website's up to over 130 broken wow. <laughs> events and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I can't yeah. lie. Oh, varying degrees, experienced... varying degrees of intensity. So yeah, yeah, I haven't actually experienced any bugs while I've been here. But for me, one of the biggest disadvantages is like what you were saying. The advantages is that mm. that nobody knew about the event beforehand. Yeah. Because when I was in London, yeah, I would just Google the night before, be like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do yeah. and this is what I'm not going to bother doing. And now yeah. it's like, like I won't know until an hour before. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I actually have to play the event, you know? So, yeah, like, uh, is it going to be good to, or like things like the the XL candy one for Halloween recently? Oh, yeah. Where it's oh, like, oh, yeah. is this going to be good or not? And I'm like, yeah, let's go. I'm going to go film this video. Let's have a good time. And I'm like, an hour in. And I'm like, where the hell is the candy? Where's the red can- Where's the XL? I'm getting, I'm getting angry. Like, and I'm messaging people in New Zealand, be like, how many, have you gotten anything out of this thing? Like, what's going but that's on? That's why the content is so well. good because you get like the full, you get like, you're like the reaction video right like you are the initial reaction of everything yeah Um, and then sometimes it's like you'll be reacting like oh this sucks then it's like oh it turns out it sucked because it was broken not because it was actually (laughs) bad so it's like oh well hope it's good for you guys enjoy turns out it's gonna be better you know Um, well that's uh, actually that's such a good point i didn't even think about it because like the halloween event like there wasn't really excels for anyone and but for for you you might have been thinking Maybe it's just not working for us, right? Like it's just another broken exactly. event for like Australia, yeah. New Zealand. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. Turns out, unfortunately for everyone, that wasn't even the case. But yeah, um, it's one of those ones you're like, oh, that's so annoying. But you know, thankfully, it's probably just a bug. Submit, yeah. you know, uh, help, you know, hey guys, <laughs> this isn't working. And then like, it, the time zones keep rolling and nothing's changing, and you're like, ah, oh no, it's just a crap event. <laughs> like, oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Oh. Yeah. I will say the time zone advantage is definitely nice for um I feel like like I see you especially on like Twitter or X as like almost like a like a news reporter for Go because anytime <laughs> there's a new event, especially like a very exciting or potentially exciting one, like yeah. it's always like you'll have some update on it too, right? Whether good or bad. Um mm. one of my I have another friend, uh he's he's actually in New Zealand, but he only tweets about like the bugs and stuff. So like it's really hard to figure out like how, how yeah. good an event is. If it's good on because most yeah. of the time like nothing's ever working for him anyway. So like I never yes. it's not really informative for me. But um but no, I think uh, I think it's really it's really helpful stuff too, um, for, mm. for just content for everyone yeah. else to stay informed. Yeah, I think it's helpful as well because it's like sometimes there'll be a certain aspect of an event where it's like, oh, this is surprisingly better, or like, hey, there's this loophole, like take advantage of this for like the Stardust or the XP or whatever. And it's right. not until you're playing it that you're like, oh, so it's it's good to be able to give people that heads up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So you talked about how 2019, you know, it was. A, ton of events ton of traveling stuff like that and uh obviously 2020 was like yeah <laughs> it went the other direction right but like yes. so what was what was that like especially being 
content creator for Go, right? Where mm. exploration was like the key thing just like a few months prior. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, all travel suspended and yeah. everyone's kind of doing stuff. I know, I know Trainer Tips was like DJing in his like studio and stuff yeah. for like three <laughs> days and stuff. Like, um, what was the experience like for you? Yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty wild. Like, I I guess thankfully had experience with, you know, live streaming and stuff like that. You know, Australia had kind of fixed the internet enough to be able to do that at this point. Um, so mostly it was kind of like pivoting to just more of the at-home content. Um, and, yeah, live streaming on Twitch and all that jazz. Uh, it was definitely a big change of just like I'm – not like it was not a fun time at all like just being stuck inside um or just being generally isolated from from humans um but that being said very very fortunate to be you know in a job that is content creation in that you know I wasn't at risk of necessarily losing my job I wasn't you know, having to fight with a boss to be like, no, I don't want to come into the office because I don't want to get sick and, you know, whatever else. Like I thankfully had that sort of job security of more people are at home or working from home and can just kind of like watch on a side tab, watch your content while they're doing their work sort of thing. So um, definitely thankful for that sort of, again, job security with that. Um, But it was definitely a big pivot to kind of like all right how are we making these same four walls interesting again today <laughs> like what yeah. are we going to play what are we going to do um i guess with go it was very fortunate that like niantic i think pivoted really really quickly and you know made things like the remote raids um you know got rid of the walking requirements for gbl all that sort of stuff where it was like hey you can play from home here's research days here's this here's this like all very very quickly um which i guess you know cut forward to today sadly probably because it was a lot of those things made so quickly there were things that we implemented that were too good I guess mm-hmm. to then they've now been taken away and that feeling that sting of you know remote raids being impacted a lot more now um but for the time where we were at in the world like it was you know made the game still fun and playable a lot of people came back to the game um because they were like oh I can do my exercise outside playing Pokemon Go can't don't want to go to the gym but you know this is a safe alternative mm-hmm. um so it was it was definitely like a lot of whiplash to go from so much just like in person so many humans in one space like these massive events all around the world to just being like all right um here's me talking at humans i can see you guys typing in the chat but like we're not having necessarily a conversation like um I guess thankfully as well. I guess as creators, a lot of us jumped on for you know Among Us, yeah, perfect timing, like those sorts of things. (laughs) Um, You know, doing a lot of the shiny hunts and stuff through like the the dungeons in Sword and Shield, like um, those sorts of things. At least there's still a lot of us to still do together as a community. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was a weird time for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Was that when you started doing kind of like? other games and variety content uh well, yeah, i guess so mainly on twitch right? i don't know if you made youtube videos on it but i remember like i mm-hmm. like would tune into your stream a lot and you would probably like among us or like um, yeah sword and shield as well or you know some other games too yeah so i had i definitely had like early early days like on the channel like just like a, a let's like a let's play through of like um i think it was like sun and moon or something but again it was i think even before go so mm-hmm. again 
10 views for a video sort of thing. <laughs> so that's all like private or whatever now um, on the channel. But like uh, I had done some Twitch streaming as well, like as I was like early days of the Pokemon Go stuff on YouTube too. But I think as Go was doing a lot better and that was sort of taking off, I'd streamed a lot less mm. on Twitch to almost like basically never streaming uh, on Twitch. I'd still stream on YouTube for like com days and things like that. Um, but they're still like very Pokemon Go focused. Mm -hmm. So then, yeah, when when 2020 kind of happened, um, it was kind of like, well, the platform for streaming, like the interface and stuff is better on Twitch. Like the chat's easier to moderate on Twitch. Like it's just more like... I think it functions better person like the kid right. the, the culture of like getting live streaming I think is still probably better on Twitch than on YouTube I think if YouTube fixes certain things for like the functionality from like the moderation side of things they'd probably be like equal um but yes definitely started doing a lot more like variety stuff streaming the main series games um and yeah like just a different you know among us the phasmophobia stuff like whatever else was kind of the flavor um mm -hmm. started Fall off guys then. maybe i resisted getting that for so long and then <laughs> ended up getting it and i hated it <laughs> so i like streamed like once it was yeah it frustrated me <laughs> Yeah. My, I my input, I had like input board. delay or whatever it was. And it was like this input uh, delay. And I was like, so I couldn't get it to like, I don't know. I couldn't get it to like be seamless. And it just bothered yeah. me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I played it. I played it as for like a charity thing with some teammates and like nice. playing it as teammates was very frustrating <laughs> for my teammates because I would never like finish the race. <laughs> but like, uh, sorry, guys. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, of course after i guess what like a year maybe two years of kind of covid mm. and lockdown stuff you know things start opening up um did you do any i know you went to london for the world championships mm. and then in yep. seattle actually as well for go fest last year where, where did you go to other places during that first like 2022 year or in 2020 so the first my first trip like back out uh was to the spain like the sevilla uh, safari oh, zone okay. yes yeah um so that was pretty wild it's like th quite literally the furthest i could physically be from like it's it's if i was in portugal oh, yeah, i'd like, be like the furthest i can be from home that. basically yeah um wait how, how long was the flight uh, too bloody long it was like because <laughs> it, it, it was multiple flights it yeah, was yeah, like yeah. i can't remember if i had to if i drove to sydney or if i flew to brisbane but either way get to first airport in australia mm -hmm. i think it was I think I flew to I think it was flew to Brisbane, then Brisbane to uh, somewhere in I think it was Berlin in Germany. Then had to try and race to go and get a COVID test because to get into Spain you need to have had a COVID test within twenty four hours. But by the time uh, I would have gotten rides. to yeah. yeah, but by the time I would have gotten to Germany, the one if I had taken one in Australia would be out of date by the time I get to Spain. So I'm trying to find one to go right. get done in Germany. Fly to another airport. I think it was, I went to another stopover in Germany and then to Sevilla. And I got there and they didn't even check the bloody paperwork. And I was like, damn it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I did all this work, like got all these things and like yeah. all this stress to not break the rules. And then they were like, yeah, come on in, mate. I'm like, yeah. A lot of that Europe for me when like I went to Germany too. Yeah. 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 I think because, yeah. I think it was because as well, by the time I'd flown from, 
Germany to Spain, it was like technically within, you know, within the EU. So they were like, oh, you're within. Oh, so so it's not like a, yeah. they weren't even treating it like it was Australia to Spain. Well, I, think, I guess maybe if it had been like a international, international flight, maybe it would have yeah. mattered. I don't know. But I was just like, no one wants to check. All right. Yeah. Fine. They I must say you should like. They yeah, were like, they were like making it mandatory that you get a test on the way back, or they mm. they were like making two tests mandatory, right? Mm. And um, at the beginning of that summer, one of our mates went on holiday, and on the way back, he was like, he was like, "Bro, they didn't check the test." He was like, "They just asked me to write the serial yeah. number of the test on the flight card, and that was it." Yeah, yeah. And that entire summer, everyone we knew was using the serial number the from same that serial same number. Yeah. Let's just see. That's speaking of loopholes too. Yeah. I, I mean I'm not saying you should have should have done this too, but were they <laughs> checking the date of the test? Because if you're coming from Australia, like you're far in the future. Uh, true. For them, um, they're like, wait, this was like within twenty four hours because <laughs> you, you yeah. took it like, you know, it was already I just didn't want to have to mess around with like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. an yeah, airport and turn back around. Because that's what I was kind of thinking. I'm like, surely, like if I got on, I'm like, knowing my luck, it'll be like, no, you should, you could have done this at this other airport or something mm. ridiculous. Yeah. Eh, you know, that's is what it is. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, luckily. Yeah, I think that was my experience traveling internationally that first year too is yeah. like the the pre-flight checklist was way stricter mm. than whatever they did. Like half the yeah. time they just, they didn't even check my like vaccine card the majority of the time either, which was. Ours you know, were like, I think for Australia, it was like at check-in in Australia, they were like, all right, yeah. get your QR code open and all that right. sort of jazz. Like for our side of things, they were very on it because Australia was being so strict with stuff, which again, we're an island. It makes sense. Um, so I think on that side of things, it was like super. And then yeah. whenever I got to anywhere else, they were like, all right, yeah, welcome. Come on in. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Especially the US, they did not care about anything. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, okay, so you went, you also went to London for Worlds. Obviously, mm. there's a yep. lot of content around that too, not even just like PvP and stuff. Um, mm. But did you play, I feel like I have a memory of you, uh, not even just GBL, but I feel like I have a memory of you playing in some Sylph tournaments, especially like maybe during the pandemic, if I'm not mistaken. Early, early, I mean, I did a lot of streaming uh, GBL, like during mm -hmm. the pandemic, but um, yeah. it's like Sylph, when Sylph first started up, like our, our Newcastle area, we had like a Sylph little little bunch of lads would all get together and mm -hmm. do the self tournaments um awesome. so i had competed in like the first four or so of those oh that's a lot um and then kind of dropped off for a little bit just got busy mm -hmm. and then i went to the um i think just from doing those four i i somehow qualified for the regional <laughs> yeah they're regional <laughs> basically and so i was just like oh excuse me and they're like yeah so like you want to come down to the sydney for the regional i'm like uh sure i'm gonna get the crap kicked out of me but let's go <laughs> um and it was just like 40 of us standing next to um like i think it was next to like the town hall building just uh -huh. in the dark just battling what? away like doing Wait, pvp tournament like yeah yeah because it wasn't, it wasn't official. Outdoors. It wasn't. It wasn't like the official Pokemon. Yeah, it, it, it was a self tournament. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, a self. No, no, okay, yeah, I know, yeah. but I assumed that like 
Well, Maybe it costs money to like have to rent these yeah, venues, yeah, like, and of course, they're all the, it's free outside, <laughs> you know, okay, like, you this, know? this is something that I was interested in because I yeah. like obviously I started playing when the game first came out, but then I stopped and then started playing again during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So in terms of PvP wise, I I was never around during the early days of Sylv. Yeah, and to hear locals. that they attracted as many people as they did is mm-hmm. like it's very mm-hmm. shocking for me i'm like a lot of these people just do not pvp anymore innit? so like from yeah. your perspective yeah obviously you don't pvp as much anymore but you played the first four silver tournaments like what what like drew you initially and then like what uh, i don't want to say change but do you know what i mean innit? like yeah because no I, I mean like i i still play uh, I, I i feel like i'm someone who's like one season on one season off where i'll just mm-hmm. like i'll be super invested and then i just get busy and you know yeah. don't get invested so i think it what was it like the f- originally it was kind of like oh cool there's this new feature and early days as well the community's super like we're still all getting together for raid days we're still like making raid trains like all that sort of thing like everyone's still like showing up for everything so when it was like oh let's do this battle thing like yes less people would show up for that compared to a raid day or a community day but it was still like a fun thing we would just go down to you know whichever like i think we went down to like the bowling club sort of thing so it's like a lawn bowls place <laughs> where you go and play lawn bowls in australia <laughs> but also you know you can get like a schnitzel and chippies and whatever else um so we just like they would for our area it was like yeah you can just use the event room for free just please yeah. buy some bevies or have them feed. And we're like, yeah, cool, easy. So like we would just go and do that and then go and have lunch together. And it was kind of like a nice a nice Saturday, Sunday afternoon like thing um, to do. And then I guess as like the official, you know, GBL kind of ranking, like a you know, battles system, I guess, became a thing. Um, I think the first season I got to ace and then just didn't do PvP for a while. And I don't know... I don't know why, I guess, because I'm trying to think like the exact timeline because GBL came out before pan- like pre-pandemic. Yeah, it came out, then, I think, uh, mm. like January, January mm. slash February. Actually, I think it was like okay. right, I think it was right early February because I remember I was moving apartments and I moved to my new apartment mm. in February. I was like, the, my background's a mess. It's pretty I'm close, still, like, I guess. Make my first GBL video, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, this was pretty close. Yeah. Cause I probably, I played that first season and then mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it was just like, I think unfortunately, which has been since GBL came out, I, unless you are dedicated to like your channel is GBL. Typically if you do a PVP video on a just standard Pokemon go channel, it just purely doesn't perform as well, which yeah. sucks. Yeah. Cause it's like, that you could sense. make like a really fun video and it might not all be around just battling or whatever else but for whatever reason it just doesn't get that crossover or engagement um i still don't know exactly like what or why that is except for people that just like oh yeah i don't really like pvp and therefore don't even want to watch it or listen to you know commentary or whatever else around it um so i guess because it wasn't part of like my weekly you know videos that i'm doing it just kind of dropped off for me Mm -hmm. um and then uh what was it season before last like the season in the lead up to um like yokohama worlds mm-hmm. um i was actually like trying to secretly just like get good 
and just rock <laughs> up and be like, hey guys, check this out. Like just as a joke and be like, haha, like, how, how did Zoe make it to legend? I was just saying stupid like that. Because yeah. it'd be like, who would expect? Like she never talks about that. Like what? Um, I thought it would be funny. Um, didn't quite get there. Um, and then, <laughs> you know, with the with Worlds, with GoFest, with GoFest, I just ran out of time to mm-hmm. make the push. Got close to veteran, but that was as far as I got. Um, and then last season, which is crazy to say there's even been a whole season in between the, since the Worlds to yeah. now. Yeah. Um, like I just was busy. Just had like you know, life stuff going on, work stuff, whatever else, and it's kind of like didn't battle. And then this season it's like, well, I'm back in. Let's go. What's what's the yeah. spice? Let's do it again. Do you think like um, from a yeah. from a viewer perspective? Because again, like like Caleb was saying, you've been to both worlds. Mm. Um when you're making videos around let's say like worlds or the regionals, which I guess we'll we'll mm. touch on in a bit, because obviously you was mm. at Brisbane. Um, you know, do you find that there's much interest there from your like viewer base because it's worlds or are they generally just interested in the stuff around worlds? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, As opposed to the actual like PVP elements of it. It's hard. Cause it's like, it's, I feel like it's so intertwined for some things where even a lot of people that play Pokemon go wouldn't even know what's a world. Like, what does that mean? sort of thing where it's like it's you know if you're a pokemon person you probably know what it is but maybe if go is your first ever introduction to pokemon like how would you really know what that is except for like oh once a year pokemon gets a funny costume in pokemon go there's nothing necessarily in the game that's like hey here go watch the official live stream or if you don't want to go and read the blog post about the event you might not then go down that rabbit hole of like finding what it is, why it is sort of thing. Um, I think definitely people are like seeing the spectacle of it, like seeing all the cool things that are set up, like um, the like, I guess the decorations essentially of like how cool this space is set up to be like, we're all here for this big thing. Like, look how cool, there's a giant Pikachu, like these things that look cool. Um, or like, you know, like, oh, how cool is that? Like that, that merch or that shirt or whatever it is. Um, and then I think as like a whole package, it's super interesting of like, oh, those people are competing for this, goes battlers are doing this. Like there's all these elements. But I think if it was solely focused around just the PVP aspect, again, unless you were a PVP channel or a, a connoisseur consumer of PVP, um, like if I did just a video on PVP, it probably wouldn't have the same legs, sadly. Um, again, even if it was like, I feel like done in a way. I, I what I've been like over the last couple of weeks, like I really want to try and actually sit down and look at like bridging that gap for mm-hmm. casual and yeah, PVP content that. because it's like I now that I've been trying to like get good again, um, it's like okay, well, how do I like? it's fun like pvp is fun can be very fun how do i kind of bridge that like either get people interested in it or at least get someone who doesn't want to do it themselves still watch a fun video that happens to have pvp in it sort of thing mm-hmm. um so i yeah i kind of want to figure that out because i think in terms of longevity as well like it is going to be a massive component like go is featured at worlds people are winning a trip to the other side of the, the globe to go and compete and battle and win a butt ton of prize money. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's legitimate. Um, 
but I think there's still like some sort of communication breakdown of like the general audience, I guess maybe still not quite knowing it or fully getting it. Maybe they just don't care and that's fine yeah. too. But yeah, I feel like there's still something missing there. I think also there's like especially notifi- yeah. Well, what were you saying? I was going to say there's in-game notifications about you know EUICs mm. coming up this weekend four days after the weekend yeah that was a yeah (laughs) we had we had i think it was the first melbourne one had an actual in-game notification and it had like the highest registration and they've just never done it again and it's like yeah it was the first one it wasn't five days afterwards thankfully (laughs) but it was like it was in the lead up and people actually went and signed up because of it like we met so many people that you just like oh do you pvp person like no like literally just wanted to come and try out and it's like hell yeah yeah. like but then they've just never done an in-game notification again and i'm like why (laughs) like people wouldn't even know like for the brisbane event Mm -hmm. i'm messaging debbie being like what what's the date for that again she's like oh it's in like three i better book a flight like oh crap (laughs) like i better get on that um but it's like there's nothing even to tell you like hey aussies Mm -hmm. hey wherever whatever country like this is coming up in game yeah. Right. I know Niantic did a push notification for it was the Indianapolis regional. It was the first okay. televised or first broadcasted yeah. regional outside of out after EUIC. So essentially the second one that people could watch online. Hmm. And they did a push notification and there was uh hundreds, maybe thousands of people watching right off the mm. bat. Yeah. And um but then they just kind of like didn't really continue to do those push notifications. I think they I can't remember if correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they might have done it for Yokohama, but it's hard to say. Um, yeah, I feel like if they did I one think for they Yokohama, could ta- it probably would have been tied in with like the the in game yeah, event as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think so, they could definitely. I, I think Niantic could definitely tap into their in game notifications a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I'm sure it's a resource. I'm sure it takes approval, like, and there's some red tape mm-hmm. that they had to go through ahead of time, but I think it's I think it's definitely worth it. I, I know there's people from Niantic that listen to this podcast, so just. <laughs> Hey you! Talk to the notification guy or gal (laughs) or whoever. If you are the notification guy, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Wait a second, my automatic script isn't working. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, You're gonna get a great performance evaluation from your boss if you if you have you know keep. Wait, how many signups for this tournament? (laughs) (laughs) Imagine this guy has been doing notifications literally for two three years just hasn't yeah. realized they haven't been sending well, I mean, like, <laughs> like it should like yeah but it, it shouldn't I finally got that someone, uic what it said <laughs> yeah, someone in brisbane was like oh like i i decided to show up on the sunday they're like i they saw my tweet that i had tweeted out i think a, a few days in the lead up they saw it on the saturday night and they were like oh, oh. it's a two-day thing i'm gonna show up and i'm like i'm pretty sure i had met them at the melbourne event like the first one yeah. um but they were like didn't even know it was on and i'm like they yeah. the pvp people shouldn't be finding out about or anyone pokemon go right. people shouldn't be finding out about it from a tweet from some random creator yeah. like three days after they've tweeted your, your tweets by are accident though especially... like just by accident though if <laughs> yeah. they won't scroll like you know they should know this two weeks three weeks in advance in the game like mm-hmm. that would 
do numbers for getting people interested because they didn't even they didn't compete but they were like i'm just gonna come and do a side event and oh my god i got a shiny within 10 minutes of being here and like the spawns were great like the in-game bonuses were great and it's like they're gonna tell people about that like that's great you could live 20 30 minutes away and you it would have been worth people's time to like go in for the weekend just to play for the spawns even if they didn't go into you know go and watch regionals or whatever else oh what's that i don't really get it fine but like they could still have a fun time with the event in go being in that area like yeah 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 Wait, so you went to, so Brisbane wasn't your first regional. You went to a Melbourne regional. Was it in 2022 or? Whichever one was the exact first ever Aussie one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The first Melbourne one when we were in like the town hall building in like the court chambers in like a back office basically for the Pokemon (laughs) Go stuff. It was so scuffed. It was like a little whiteboard with Pokemon Go and like an arrow like pointing up the stairs of like, Uh, go on kids, go and sit at the kids table. This is like no space for us. Because like I'm sure it wasn't just a Pokemon Go event. It was also TCG and VGC. Yeah, it was was everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the budget? Yeah, how they yeah. stick in TCG yeah. players Why in the back of a city. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Did you compete in that so, one too or did you just kind of spectate? In- no, so I only spectated that one because mm-hmm. initially there was only like 10 spaces to register and we had what? to do this like massive like, what? hello Niantic, like are you crazy? Like <laughs> you need to make more spaces. It was like this whole weeks long thing of like, rattling the cage being like you need to make more spaces because this isn't feasible like people have you've right. announced the dates people have booked flights like some dudes flying from new zealand mm-hmm. to this and you've made 10 spots and like half Wait, they of were the only community. gonna they were yes, planning yes, to only it was have like 12 people play yes, I, I do yes. remember this because they did the same thing for latin america too uh, mm-hmm. I think it was like it Latin was, America. It was like twenty four spaces or twelve spaces. Yes, for like entire Latin America, like yes. countries. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we were like well. basically rattling the gates up until like it was oh, okay. We've added some more spots, and so I was like, I'm not touching any of those. Like the people that have been yeah. practicing, I'm like, that's you. Mm-hmm. Like probably on the day, I could have still like if there. I think there was still technically two, a couple of no shows or whatever else. But yeah. I was like, I'm not touching that. Like, I would rather be here and support the people that have like been practicing and working their buns off mm-hmm. to compete um than to like take someone's spot because again because it was so close to that like i don't know if they're going to change their mind about this 10 spots thing i'm just yeah. going to observe and help and you know hype up the the pvp people so wild, yeah man. i forgot about that, <laughs> but now they say that i completely it's like yeah. i made flashbacks to that i mean i, I will say too like because go was new into the official competitive mm. scene so i, I think maybe yeah, but, uh, for but space purposes spot. and they just underestimated yeah. yeah i know i know but i will say because also yeah, they've like, changed the that is, around is yeah. that, like they know more than 10 people are going to show up regardless right so it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> i don't know if that's a space thing do you know what i mean it's well, because well, they're there. Well, yeah, well, I was going to yeah. say the space because they they have to allocate space for VGC and TCG as well, right? So I, I, I understand why they might get priority. I mean, they get more spots for for mm. just these tournaments too, which is fine because yeah. GOAT doesn't usually hit the yeah. cap anyway. But yeah, they'll they'll get like hundreds of spots at a lot of these. Yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, just weird. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't. Okay, okay. I'm sure we. I'm sure we could find like a bigger space that's cheaper, like in a <laughs> in a still accessible area, sort of thing. Like, eh, yeah, you know, yeah, maybe we can make it work. Yeah, 
So how was your kind of first... Was this your first Worlds experience 2022 in London? Uh, just like Pokemon Worlds? Or did you attend... I know first there's a 2019 worlds, yeah. one too in DC, Washington DC. Yeah. yeah. No, so the Worlds London was my first ever Worlds, but I had been to a regionals in Sydney in like 2017, 2018. Okay. I don't even know. It was like teeny tiny. It was pre-go. It was like, it was small and just kind of like went to go and see like mm-hmm. what's the go sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Worlds was my first proper, like, big one. Yeah. yeah. How was that experience for you? It was wild. It was really cool. Like, Worlds London was like, wow. Like, it was immaculately, like, decorated, themed. Um, all of the, like, activities and stuff, little photo ops, like, all of the whole space was really well curated. Like, the... The raids were fun. The in-game stuff for Go was fun. Um, everyone was like in a fantastic mood. It was. A, I feel like it was a pretty good location for it. I don't know if it was like an awkward place to get to if you were in, you know, if you were someone who like lives in England it, or whatever it was else. Not bad. It was. If it was, it's yeah. Not bad. yeah. Um, but it was. It was fun. Like it was insanely fun. Um, yeah, loved it. Had an absolute blast. I was, was out of my gourd, like with the time, the time zone difference. Cause I like, <laughs> I, I did the direct like 24 hour flight. We like oh stopped to gosh. refuel for like an hour and just kept going sort of thing. So like I landed Whoa. the morning of like the Thursday or something. And it was like, all right, time to be awake and not fall asleep. Let's go. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's go get the prep. We got to go to the media room. We got to oh do this. Like, and I was just like, yeah. yeah. I think that's I what I first exhausted. ran into actually was, uh, yes, actually, no, actually, I think yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I may, maybe I, did bump into you in Seattle because Seattle Go Fest was second before that, but I don't know if we ran each other. But I, I think we're. I think we're that like was our first time because I remember I met you and Speediest and yeah, and Butters probably someone else. I think like the same because I like I I dropped my stuff at the hotel and like ran to the media room and then ran back to check in and actually have a shower because yeah. I was like I have been on a plane. I remember that. And I think after so that hot. it was like yeah. I'm back. Like hello, <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet everyone. Like I have bathed. <laughs> like I'm I'm fit for human consumption now like yeah <laughs> yeah that was exhausting but so much fun yeah 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 no, it was uh the raids are great too Zashin and zamazenta yeah. which was yeah. the last time we've had them in raids. yes it back. was I, didn't, I was hoping I did not for, take advantage yeah. of that you know you know i didn't even realize that there were raids you barely catch pokemon in general <laughs> the sunday i know i know yeah and of course but a socializer like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's difficult do you know what i it's did take one. advantage of though yeah so okay. obviously you know you're saying that there was like a lot of activities and mm-hmm. the they had the ghost scavenger hunt right and mm-hmm. one of the yeah. items in the ghost scavenger hunt was you had to do a side event yeah oh. so there were so many people who were doing side events just because they had to do it for this thing yeah, yeah. yeah. meanwhile me my brother and a couple of our mates, yeah, we were just farming these side events, bro. Because like, <laughs> you got oh, um, you got put you got the ran- prize wall, and then you had the prize card on the prize wall. Yeah, hey, I should have come and found you to be like, was- help me get this prize card. I'm running out of time. <laughs> oh, <that laughs> I didn't get a chance to any side events. 
you, you were they like yeah. battling side events was that what it was yeah they were battling side and events, you're battling so. people that just like didn't know what yeah. they're doing right so you're just stopping <laughs> oh wow do you know what uh, you know like, what? I can't like, like you and your puppy like yo you you go sign up for this one i'm we don't want to be in the same group right <laughs> yeah so, we weren't going to be in the same, same yeah no friendly fire <laughs> right <laughs> i think the Gosh, how many the, kids you made cry that weekend <laughs> <laughs> there was two matches which were quite funny one one match which was it was against this um, Czech player, yeah? And I recognized him, but he didn't recognize me, yeah? So for the whole thing, I was playing as if I was like, you know, just new to PvP. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, game How three, yeah, it came down to like... It, it went was, to a game um, three? What? <laughs> no, I th- yeah, yeah, because I think, well, yeah, I mean, he's a good player, you know? Oh, okay, um, okay. And so game three, it went to, um, I think he, his win condition was like making a catch um against my Azu or something like that and i knew he was gonna do it yeah so i was just like standing there waiting there and he went for the catch and i was like okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and afterwards i was like yeah really good game really good game <laughs> um, but then there was another um you're talking about still your first event. time to really be confused yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's no, my first time i ever won a game um and then there was another one of my mates who was actually i saw him farming side events as well and then he was getting distributed the uh the points yeah and he didn't mm. get the first place amount of points oh, and i was wow. like i was like bro what what happened yeah and i see who's sitting opposite him this is uh some japanese guy and he was like yeah yeah i lost to him i was like oh mad so i said hello to the japanese guy i was like hey man you know like uh like you know who are you yeah he was like oh yeah, I I just uh, qualified for worlds. I was like, oh, okay. So you got you got played. Yeah. And that's be was that the guy that made that like the um the he like qualified the few days before sort of thing like that guy or was uh, that London? No, there was like no, someone no. who like did the final like those yeah last well, yeah, chance qualifiers or. Well, he definitely didn't. Oh, no, no. That would have been a mad but still, commitment. But still, he's like, from yeah. Japan for that, yeah. 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 Um, but you know what the thing he is? is because the, the Japanese... From Japan all the way to London, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Japanese oh, championships, awesome. they weren't very well televised. So we mm. didn't really know who qualified yeah. properly. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You know, until, yeah. until they actually sort of showed up on the day. So, yeah, That's nobody wild, had a clue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Well, Japanese yeah. people are also pretty private too, because every time we see on like yeah. X or Twitter, they have selfies. Mm. Oh yeah, they put the emojis like, on. Yeah. They put emojis. Yeah. Well well, yeah, I saw yeah, one because yeah. they're taking a picture with like Michael Soronko or whatever, right? And he was meeting and a bunch of everyone has like emojis and stuff. Yeah. And this one guy <laughs> and just him. Just I was Michael. like, wait, this guy, he doesn't have emoji. Like he's actually it's actually his face. I look at the yeah. picture carefully and I realize he's wearing sunglasses. I look carefully at the picture. The sunglasses are fake. <laughs> like they're like he threw a sunglass <laughs> emoji, emoji over his face. Yeah. So the rest of the face you can see, but he still threw out an emoji. It just was a subtle one that you couldn't tell at first. I looked at it, I was like, wait, yeah. like the like the the glasses are like blending into his ear. Like, wait, what? It's like not actually in his head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's wild. I love That's it. That's great. Um yeah. so and then there was of course worlds in Yokohama, Japan. I assume you probably been to Japan prior mm. how many times have you been in japan you must might be like more Sef- too many yeah. several a lot do you know yeah. more than two words like uh yes I, I used to be like very <laughs> <Caleb> <laughs> <was here. laughs> 
Um, I used to be like very good. I like studied in high school and stuff and then like I didn't use it for three years. So then lost 90% of it. So, you know, Ripperoni to that. But I I know enough to like not get lost, to get fed and to like, you know, have a generally good, I can make a couple of jokes, um, but not enough to have like a a good meaningful, like, how has your day been today? Like I can't get that level, sadly. Whereas, you know, haven't repracticed sort of thing but yeah i know enough to not not die in japan so yeah 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 first time world's ever in japan too which was yeah i didn't realize that yeah that they'd never done a world's i didn't either yeah because i like you like i didn't really follow worlds or any of the competitive stuff before Mm. really before go was starting doing because i'd like i was talking to gabby the vgc caster she's like Mm. they've they've only hosted in north gabby's lovely the u.s yeah yeah no she's yeah. great uh, yeah. og for sure she's like yeah, yeah they pretty much only host in the united states except for one time in canada before london i was like what that's wild <laughs> yeah yeah so hawaii i mean a little bit more remote but still in the united states so they, they've mm. done it in hawaii a couple of times um, so we're, we're eh, technicality technicality yeah. technicality <laughs> so uh, <laughs> but you didn't have any visa issues right going as like a creator going to japan no no okay I know no. someone said I heard that someone had time. weird, yeah. Oh, all the casters did. Yeah, we we all did. Oh, yeah. really? So my trip was delayed by like a whole week, yeah, which is a little unfortunate. Oh, that's uh, so wild. Yeah. yeah that but, sucks. Uh, yeah, so it's just certain, I think it's uh, certain countries that you, well, actually, when I went to yeah. Australia last year for OCIC, uh, we needed work visas for that too. But I think Japan's great. They're very ahead of their time, but some of their stuff is a little antiquated, yeah. like their visa process is like all like paper form and everything. I'll share yeah. if you just fill up stuff online like yep. two months in advance and like it was good to go. It's still so interesting though because it's like you're technically not getting paid in that country. So then why do you need? Yes. But I don't know. I didn't, yeah, they they thought not, of every loophole possible. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, well, we're like, oh, okay, just don't pay us then and just pay us like at our next work Donation. later. Yeah. <laughs> or something, right? Or like. No, wouldn't you just you make know. them as contractors or like make them contractors and then well, we are invoice too. afterwards? Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. That's it, was, it was super. Yeah. It, well, the crazy part is it was just the casters. The production crew, the staff, the directors, like everyone that works wow. at PPCI, all of them, they didn't need, need work visas, to my knowledge. It was just the casters. It was like a very wow. specific thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, specific and like, industry oh, what, sort what of not, technicality. Yeah. What yeah. if they're not on camera, right? Like, what, what if it's just like voices or like we have little Muppets mm. with them talking and like even that would be no They tried really hard to think of every USA loophole. server and then yeah. back into yeah. like a clone. Yeah. <laughs> So that's funny. Was, uh, the only option for us to cast is like we would have to cast remotely, like at home, which would uh, one no. just yeah. all and yeah, the no. experience. Yeah. But two, like I'd be waking up at like three a.m. to like work for like eight hours and go to sleep and do it like in, yeah, like in my home setup with like a green screen. It would have been yeah, no, definitely time. not. I'm glad it all worked out though, and you know, yeah. you got there. Yeah, no, it did. Yeah, uh, but yeah, how was Yokohama for you too? I mean, especially as you know. I mean, obviously, Japan is known for Pokemon Go heaven, essentially. Yeah. But yeah. this is like <laughs> that plus like all the events, right? Which is kind yeah. of odd. And, and there was a Go Fest, too, which I assume you went to. Those are yes. Yes. I nearly spewed at Osaka Go Fest. It was so hot. It was just like <laughs> filthy hot. 
the Picari sweat coming in clutch to just like revive <laughs> me at, at midday or whatever. I was just like, I think I might be violently ill soon. I'm like, I'm gonna go find oh. a vending machine. <laughs> like, like, oh, I feel alive again. Let's go. Let's not go too hard, but like, let's just go and stand in the shade and keep playing. But um, no, it was it was great. But I just like, why do they keep doing go events in August in Japan? Like, stop. Yeah stop <laughs> like just well, any like, other time you, any other month any other month it's the humidity it's okay, it's yeah. so not did you go to I just, I just i was there and i okay like admittedly i didn't make it to the park yeah but it was only because like oh, I don't the know, park was so, was so much yeah and, the park was so much more intense stuff, yeah. um, um i think it's because like the I, concrete I and like the I don't know. You're the only person I ever heard say the Yokohama wasn't that the bad. The summer like Yokohama, heat in Japan. <laughs> yeah, of course. The Yokohama yeah. at least had started to cool down by that week. Yeah. Like the Yokohama week was like, okay, we're a bit better. But like Osaka was filthy hot. Um, I think it's just I the think humidity the worst thing plus. Was that your phone yeah. slows down. Yes. That's yeah. annoying. That's I had a phone. The worst thing isn't how sweaty yeah. you are all time, like at all <laughs> points of time. Yeah, people, I don't know, you know. Uh, I was, I was feeling I okay, just like, but again, no, I was yeah. in the you're, you're the minority here, Annika. I've never heard anyone say like how this <laughs> Japan summer like, heat was okay. <laughs> it's just the humidity plus the heat because it's like yeah. we'll have the same temperature in Australia, mm-hmm. but at least there's always like an ocean breeze, like it's a bit like, I guess, oh, drier, whereas like oh, the humidity be. just slaps a whole other level that I think you're just not, if you're not conditioned to it. Like, I guess maybe like humidity wise, you know, obviously the UK is not going to get as hot, but you have the humidity of like the wetness in the air of like, maybe you're more conditioned to surviving slightly humidity better. I don't know. I mean, there's but a I'm lot just of like, in the air in it, so. yeah, yeah. But just like mm, Japan kicks the crap out of me for, um, yeah, the weather. But yeah. it's fun that like Yokohama was amazing. Like it was so much fun. Again, like they... I feel like, especially even just looking at photos of previous worlds, I think like from London, when they just went gangbusters on like the the decorations, the theming, the integrating different events, like and Yokohama as well, just kind of continued that. Um, I think they're nailing it. Like, yes, thumbs up, more of that. Like, it's it's fun if you're a competitor, even if you're not competing, if you're just spectating. Like, there's so much to see and do. Yeah, it's just incredibly fun. Yeah, yeah. The venue yeah, is you know great, even inside too, with all the little yeah, like, bruv. You know the flaxy grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Astro- it was comfy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you yeah. never seen grass before? No, I have, but like <laughs> I've never chilled on it like with that. Yeah, I don't. It was some premium fake grass. It was comfy. It was. I was like, I don't want to sit on this. Really itchy legs, and I was like, this is soft as. Like, what? What's going on? Yeah, and then like the TV is up there. It was. Oh, it's great. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how Hawaii looks too. I think my only concern, yeah. but I guess the same thing with Japan too, is like space limitation, right? Because Hawaii's not like the biggest land. Mm. But I feel like Japan would probably be the biggest issue with space limitation because there's so many casual Pokemon fans who want to turn True. up for Worlds compared mm. to like other countries. You know? Yeah, I guess for Hawaii, like you, you have to go to the destination. Mm sort of thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah actually yeah. now they mention it uh at osaka go fest i was walking around and uh my friend bumped into someone with like this like this this like plushy thing or whatever it was like a very specific plushie for like some some specific anime or something 
and like oh it's like really cute whatever right it was, it was someone that's japanese i assume um was the person and then literally a week later she bumps into the same person she was like wait that's a really cute plushie and then they and then they were like wait well yeah osaka a week ago she's like yeah yeah i was and, and like it turns out like she doesn't even like compete and go or any of the games she just Lost Pokemon went to spectate and stuff too. But that's it was just cool. funny because he had the same exact plushie. Yeah. That's so that cute. Was, <laughs> my friend at, completely dyed her hair too in that week span. So, like, she didn't recognize Changed her. Changed the look. Yeah. yeah I, was just like, <laughs> I was like, wait, this is the same person. <laughs> um, but uh, it's yeah, wild. What a, what a time. Um, okay. So, and then you went to Brisbane as well. Fast forward just a few yeah. months later um, and competed. Uh, as well, and I, I think your partner I, competed too, right? Competed. <laughs> I think yeah. I heard your team. So I know you dropped a YouTube video covering, uh, covering the tournament from your like perspective. Mm. I have I favored it. I haven't had a chance to like watch it yet, uh, but I was listening to another podcast wow. and yeah. um, EW podcast. They were saying like the team you brought to was like like decently meta. Uh, as well, like I mean, I was trying to go for a meme team, and then yeah. Debbie and Steve were like, "You probably should have something that can actually." battle i'm like mm, but do i um but like i i literally did zero practice i didn't do a single practice match i was like i'm just yeah. here to i'm here to have a good time fill up the numbers like you know it turns out you know beneficially that we pushed the numbers over for top 16 getting points yeah. technically so me and alan were like exactly on the the cusp to make that happen so i was like look i did my part that's all yeah. but um i think for melbourne yeah, i will actually like for, for yeah but yeah i'm like i think for melbourne i'll actually i will make a team and yeah. like and and do it proper because i was like i oh, was kind of fun i should actually yeah you know put in the effort so i just sat down it's like here's my team sheet and i'm just like okay i'm, like, I'm not even gonna i'm like i i don't even I think for me, definitely, like, I think I'll have to do is, like, get good at the, you know, doing the little matrix thing for figuring out, like, the show, show six, bring three sort of stuff. Yeah. Because um, I'm, I'm perfectly fine for just, like, you're thrown in with three random things, survive or don't, um, that sort of format. Whereas, like, if I'm sitting down, especially with, with the Brisbane team, I just hadn't even used any of it. It was like, oh, here's a clodside that I caught on Com Day. Should I evolve it? Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll use that. I hadn't even used it in a single thing. So I don't even know what, what hits it can take, what it yeah. can't sort it's of thing. It's pretty thick though. It could take. It is so thick. Like, I was like, I'm, yeah. I'll shield it. I'm like having my practice rounds while I'm doing the official battles. I'm like, let's see what this can take the hit. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm still in this. Not bad. So yeah, still got like a win sort of thing. Like not That's the good. whole set, but you know. Again, what? I was like, I don't want to, I didn't practice for this. I'm not going to take someone else's spot. Like, I mean, I had the mentality of it was the Melbourne all over again. I'm like, what if it's another Melbourne and there's only limited, sp I'm like, just get yeah, the people yeah. that want to be to get to the place they need to be sort of thing. Like, again, I'm here to have fun and, you know, support. I think now the cap's like 128, I think, at least for all the uh, Yeah, there's like a lot. Really, I can't lie. Because <laughs> the thing yeah, is, is none of the Australian events have broken yeah. 64 yet. So... Uh, like, I don't know if they, some, some, uh, organizers are, um, making a high cap and then a couple weeks later, they'll take some of the ghost slots that haven't been used up and then for, distribute for on a second wave to like, mm, okay. and yeah, that in it. so it's that possibly yeah. maybe they do that, but, um, yeah, sign up early yeah. is the best, yeah, best course true. action yeah. if you're a yeah, go player. Yeah. Um, 
But that's, but yeah. that's hopefully, hopefully point. Melbourne we see break uh, sixty four because I don't yeah, know. Anyone I, listening? Anyone listening? Yeah. sign up for Melbourne. Mm. Let's go. Literally, yeah. all you Let's Melbourne. Go. Like, I'd say you, you can't stay with me, but. Bring a sleeping bag. Um, Everyone's yeah. staying at Anacor's place. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a tricky one. But um, no, I, f- I feel really good about um, uh, this season in general, right? Because again, last season was the first uh, full season. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the first full season. Brisbane was still super early on, so it was a bit, uh, you know, a, a bit too early for. Well, it was the first weekend, right? It was literally the very first weekend of the. Was it the first weekend? Mm. Was it? No, no, no. Oh. Sorry, no, no, the like, season like changed. The first like the, the season changed season. after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it was still relatively early on, and I think um, obviously OCIC, um, you know, got people like quite hyped, and then the Sydney mm-hmm. numbers were actually relatively decent. Perth always seems to be a bit difficult because it's just, you know, it's like very it's so far away. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that I think there's just no hope for anyway. Um, but there's only two more regionals left, and it is Perth and Melbourne. So you know, mm. Melbourne's obviously the most accessible points one. too. You you gotta you gotta go to them. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there'll be more. I could totally see more people maybe going to a Perth one if it is now points. Well, because because it is now points based, like especially I guess Perth is easier to get to if you're from like and I guess like Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore, like those sorts of areas as well. It's not oh, that well, long of a flight points, to get yeah. to Perth. Oh, really? Even yeah, if they're competing yeah. in another region, yeah, oh, yeah, they've like okay. yeah, which is actually oh. interesting because I know there's. So then, how do they? Can they even compete? They they have to compete in their own. Um, region like their own qualifiers yeah so and, actually you know we, bj oh, he entered one of the the regionals early on in the year right yeah, uh, yeah or like yeah. He, he entered one of the ones last season yeah. um and he what he just missed out on top 16 or like he just missed out something on top like that. I think yeah, he lost he in was, like the yeah, winners yeah, finals or something like that yeah. but he's not getting anything for it maybe he got some money well he gets points uh the money maybe some money i don't know if i don't think you I can get know. money for top 16 but i think he doesn't get the points because uh they specified they were like players from those countries have to compete in their oh, own qualifiers yeah. and get given points. It's yeah, right. So, okay, so the best way to explain yeah. it though Damn. is TPCI, so the Pokemon Company International runs like the international tournaments, uh, mm. worlds, and then like all the tournaments in North America, South America, uh, mm. Australia, Oceania. I should specify mm. and and that's in Europe, but yeah, yeah, the yeah. rest of the tournaments like in uh the asian countries um right. TPC, TPC runs at the pokemon company in japan yeah, okay yeah. and then outside right. of japan because they have their own like their qualification is like just for japan they have a very specific one just for japan right. and then all okay. the other countries uh or regions in asia they have like an online tournament essentially on their own formats right oh my god that's like so because it's like you always see yeah. people that are f- traveling for regionals where it's like, yeah. where are you from? They're like, I'm from France. I'm lovely to be like, yeah, cool, yeah. nice to meet you. Yeah. So like obviously they can cross over points. But yes. yeah, we could. Yeah. So if right, you want to go to like LA, well, Florida, okay. you, know, you can get points too. Yeah. Right. But then specific. Okay. And we'll ripper only to Malaysia, Singapore, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. Then never mind. Yeah. <laughs> it would yeah. be a a very convenient. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. you know, at least Perth would have been closer. Because they have so yeah. many players and only two yeah. qualify every year. Are you joking? Yeah. So they have one tournament 
government Ooh. a year and for each of these countries what? and to only top two make it so like it's like do or die moment right like you got it right, we need to solve that day. we need to sort that out <laughs> yeah. like honestly yeah. i've actually been like chatting to some people this season seeing if there's anything that can be changed it from might, it might be different what too. i don't understand. know yeah. i, I mean so, so they haven't even announced a for massive yet, like, player base yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so i think last so this the first season i reckon that the asian qualifiers were like relatively rushed where and i think yeah. to be honest most of the things it's in the first season were relatively right. rushed anyway right um mm. but then last season you know they had qualifiers for um you know different countries and regions mm -hmm. but i believe they based it on they based the amount of qualifications um, on the amount of active Pokemon Go players in the region. So right. what was interesting is that like Thailand, for example, only had 30 people enter the qualifiers, but had two uh, qualification slots. India had 170 people enter the qualifiers, but also two qualification slots. But right, then I'm guessing that, that overall player base. Sort yeah, of yeah, not necessarily like PvP, 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 just yeah, general, yeah, yeah. yeah yes, just general yeah. Pokemon yeah. Go player, player base. Yeah. So I think that's what they were basing wow. it on. And like, for example, South Korea um, had six qualification slots. And hmm. I, I don't know, I imagine Pokemon Go Are is you probably sure? quite, oh, they six. quite plain. They had six, yeah, yeah, six, yeah. I just thought most um, of the countries in Asia just did the standard like first and second place auto-qualifies to Worlds. Except for the, no. with the exception of Japan and maybe Korea, I guess. So Korea got six, um, and then APAC, which was a combination of I think Hong Kong, Malaysia, Philippines, and Singapore. They also got six as well, mm. and then everyone else got two. Yeah, that system's all over the place. Yeah, it's, yeah, honestly, is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it can definitely be uh, adjusted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, what? When's the Melbourne Regional? February, beginning of February, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. early okay. first weekend, I think. Yeah, that'll be yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. It'll sneak up before we know it. Yeah. I'll bring my DNA and prove that it's not irrelevant. <laughs> so, you know what? Sadly, it's it's new move is <laughs> not you know, new move. No, I just I just like using it. If I, I my PvP like thing is I don't want to use stuff that I don't like. Metachim brings me no joy. I don't want to use a Metachim. It's not that good anymore, Detonate anyway, is cute so. and it slaps. So I want to use that. Like it's probably my favorite electric type for sure. But like I I want to use Pokemon that like I like looking at and using and that are fun to use. Do you know what though? And if I, they end up I being functional, that's even better. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you, you I, I play better because you enjoy it. In a sense where like you're you you're also more willing to you learn it. The most no, no. Basic meta team. <laughs> no, but it was not basic meta. Yeah, there was some. It was so basic. It was there was a Mandibuzz. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's the second was, best fire in the Mandibuzz. Mandibuzz is fun. There was. <laughs> you see my team for this week is because uh, um but um yeah I, th I think like you know if you're using picks that you uh like then you're mm. more willing to actually learn them well and i you know i think generally that's a very big part of um the game is actually learning what your pokemon can do do you know what i mean because yeah. if you're just taking a straight meta team you don't actually know what they they do it can be the mm. best team out there you're not going to perform with it, do you know what I mean? Because you just don't yeah, know absolutely. Yeah, even uh, even something like hypno like bothers me so much. I'm like, it's so slow. This little like eh, 
attack and it's like it's it's excellent it is good it does its role especially like the flavor cups and whatever else but it's like it bothers me so much that it's so slow i'm like just stop go away like i I wouldn't have (laughs) detonate obliterates talon flame happy days i'm good also number one in uh Uh, some people can then also beats skarmory so Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. I think Dene's in a decent spot. Decent spot. No, no, no. Just... Garbage shot back up recently. Yeah. yeah. After like yeah. five days ago. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Which Dene. is a. Back in. We're yeah, back in. We didn't, yeah. We didn't discuss this last episode because obviously last episode. We didn't know what it was. We yeah. weren't aware of Steel Wing and oh. what that would do. And yeah. um, literally, so, you know, everyone had this whole. Um, it wasn't even sort of was snapshot Rainbow. of the meta beforehand where, you know, they were like, oh, this is changing. This is changing. This is probably what mm. things are going to shake out to be. And Steel Wing was the one where they didn't say how much energy generation would increase. Um, right. And I think that really had the biggest impact because, yeah, Skarmory um, became a top meta threat. And just Number in one. general, you know, I guess right. like, you know, for the listeners, obviously, um, you know, a lot of you lot are going to be aware of this. Yeah. Do you all think that it was a positive or negative? Because I think initially it has seen to be a bit of a negative. So the thing is, Skarmory's typing, steel and flying, is a really, really good typing. Yeah, It's only got mm. two weaknesses. It's got loads of resistances. But it also has no coverage, right? So it gets walled off by electric types. It gets walled off by steel types. Personally, I feel like that lends to... Um, you know, it lends to a meta where if you're not in a good matchup, then there's nothing you can do, right? And then mm. that's what lends to RPS metas. Um, and Lantern was untouched, and Lantern is like the biggest check to Skarmory. And so if Skarmory's so good, Lantern's so good, and neither of them have cover- coverage for, you know, the Pokemon that, um, that uh, counter them. But I'm not going to lie, yeah? I don't think it's looking that bad. I don't think it's. I don't know what your opinion is, Caleb, but I don't think it's looking that bad. I think there's some. There's some Bastion decent. Back, man, Bastion there looks so good. Breakers. Destroy people, Bastion. Bastion. It's not even. Yeah. It's so good. Be, okay, what's cute that beats Bastion? On? Yes. <laughs> what's cute that we can there use against Bastion? It's, um... I mean, cute subjective. Why else? Clotsire. If you think Clotsire is cute. Clotsire is cute. Whiskash. Clotsire is cute. Yeah, Very cute. Okay. No. Yeah. No. My Marshawn got I'll some weird eyes. Yeah, yeah. He just looks a bit, um, looks a bit grumpy. You, know? you like Gastrodon? Yeah, but Gastrodon I think. Oh, I love Gastrodon. Oh, oh my Gastrodon. god! Hard Wait, Gastrodon's in? Uh, Let's go, boys. He did get a slight um, buff. Yeah, it's not as bad as. Am I putting my? Am I celebrating? Am I not? Uh, well, if you like Gastrodon, you could celebrate. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're yeah, celebrating. Yeah. Let's go. Gastrodon's yeah. in. It has the best cry of any Pokemon. Full stop. Um, let's do Does it. it matter Did you have a conversation with Lou about Gastrodon, this? Gastrodon, like, no, no, <laughs> have I? Uh, do you know the uh, the EU cast the Lou the Pikachu? Uh, I don't. I don't know if we've no. met. No, I don't no. know. She's like red hair. She's. Yeah. Um, oh, anyway, possibly she's a, also yeah. a big London. Gastrodon fan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, she's been stuff. a caster for vgc for years on like the big mm, stages mm. Pokemon worlds and stuff and she started yeah. casting for go on top of it recently too um but she's she's based in europe but uh in all likelihood i don't know but she'll probably be at world so but 
She loves yeah. Gash. Like, it's her favorite Pokemon. I so shake she... her hand and yeah. say, congratulations on picking the best Pokemon <laughs> with the best cry. <laughs> yeah. Such a good yeah. sound. If you haven't listened to it, everyone should open up Pokemon Go and just put the volume on just for that maximum volume and just tap on a Gastrodon. It's obscene. I I'll have Anacor listen to it and then have him mimic it for the next episode. <laughs> I, I've never put volume on for Pokemon Go. I'm not going to Do it just for that one thing. Yeah, It'll yeah. change your whole night. Yeah, yeah, I still... <laughs> <laughs> I used to play with the volume full on, like, oh no, because uh, like just walking around, yeah. like, you know, feeling it right and the music. Yeah. And I used to work on a college <laughs> campus, right? So, like, you know, there's students that, like, you know, I oversee and something. Do you not have like, any oh, shame? There he goes, there goes our, our director, like, you know, catching. Wait, what? Catching face? Yeah, what? Yeah, what? Do you not have any shame? Nothing You're like <laughs> walking well, about. Back with then, I was, feeling, I was feeling great, right? I almost played Pokemon Go. And then, you know, them old people are just like, yeah, it's people stop playing it as like around like Halloween, yeah, like playing your music played it, and that's why I turn the music down. I turn the music off when when people stop playing. But then like, also like it'd be weird when like I'm like hanging out with friends and I connect my phone to my car Bluetooth and it's playing the Pokemon sound yeah. like, maximum volume. Like, like what is that? I was like, I was like, like <laughs> it is. Um, it's excellent. Yeah, but actually, that, that actually kind of leads to my next question for you. Um, we're at what? How many years has it been? I guess like year seven or so of Pokemon Go yeah. coming out, right? So obviously, it's been around for quite a while, and it's probably the longest game I've personally played ever played. Um, mm. Personally, too. Uh, what are your thoughts on kind of like the future of the game, too? I know something I really appreciate about your content is your honesty, too. And like, you're not really sugarcoating mm. stuff. As, no. <laughs> um, like, I, I, you had a great interview with Michael, uh, which um, actually inspired us to have an interview with Michael on our podcast, too, uh, shortly after. Nice. But then, yeah, uh, uh, I remember one specific video was um, right after like the Niantic layoffs, right? Kind of like a somber moment. Yeah. And you, you kind yeah. of even tweeted about you know like that because i think it was like right after their anniversary yeah or right during yeah it was the it was the same week it was oh, like a man. few days just before and i'm just yeah. like yeah it's the one with like the little party popper I was right, like, right. like yeah. i'm like hey guys let's enjoy the seventh anniversary and it's like yeah. we've laid off 400 people i'm like what right. like what like it was just such a ah hmm. oh, like that sucks and like it just i'm not feeling good like it doesn't make you like yeah let's yeah. go and play some pokemans it's like there's like 200 plus people that are literally like their whole world has just been thrown upside down like uh i'm sure you knew some feels of them bad. too because i was talking to one of them literally mm. like i think the day before he got laid mm. off and then literally the next day yeah, gone, yeah, right? yeah. And it was fun. yeah. I was like, I was literally DMing him about some like Niantic like collaboration thing. I, you know, I yep. was gonna be doing with them, and he was like, my point of contact. I was like, after that, I was like, who do, who do I, who do I write? Yeah, who do I, who, who do I? Yeah, yeah. What was this message <laughs> Yeah, it's honestly, it's like it was wild. Where I'm just like, uh, they, okay, they've just been like bloop, obliterated from, like, oh, okay, well right. then, what about someone? Like, you kind of like doing the whole like, is it? overstepping to like ask like hey are you good like did you get yeah. you know you don't want to like it's like you know probably a bad day for you if you did and it's probably still a bad day if you didn't yeah. because your just co-workers would be so i'm like i'm just gonna like <laughs> wait and see like who but yeah it was it was pretty wild 
Yeah. It's like the Thanos it's, it's, snap. Like, did you survive yeah. the 50% thing? Honestly, and I'm like yeah. going through all the like the tweets and trying to see like faces of anyone that I know sort of thing. And it's like, it's especially brutal when it's like you know that they are someone who's doing so much work, mm-hmm. like, or at least I think or believe that they are. Like, that right. they are a hard worker and or are working on something that's like interesting or important. And it's like, well, the, who else is in that? Was there many people in that team? Like, is is that what's going to happen sort of thing um I guess, I guess it's yeah it's a weird one for like looking at the future of the game because in my mind as well there's just still so much in go that needs to just be tied up and polished and mm-hmm. like tweaked and bug fixes and why is everything broken every event when it turns on in new zealand like even just like little things where it's like i understand that they're like a tech company as well and inflation whatever else like all that side of things but it's like niantic has i i feel like and for some things has their finger in too many pies of like all the different games and spin-offs of the pokemon go style of game where it's like maybe just to focus on the one that is is the big one it's yeah. it is like it's the, the main product most profitable yeah. it's like the most enjoyed it's the most and not that you couldn't or shouldn't also develop other things but there's just so many just throw them at the wall where it's like okay you are overstretched and you have too many people but like mm-hmm. could those people not be utilized better folded back in to go or something else like you have talented knowledgeable humans with a like insane skill sets and it's just kind of like bye it's like, could we not put that bloke on like the broken features that haven't been fixed for the last three <laughs> years? Like maybe, maybe they can work on that. Like, I don't know. Do something. Yeah. yeah. Like, and not just get eliminated entirely. Like it's, it's weird because again, I have no idea of like, the, you know, what needs to go where to be profitable or whatever, but there's just, I think still so much that can be done to improve the game just on a base core functional level that it's like, can we sort that out? Mm-hmm. Because it it entirely has the possibility to be like a game that's around literally forever. It's like a companion through life sort of game. Like you can be any age, just about, you know, any ability just about and be able to play the game and have a good time, catch stuff, build your little collection, battle with them, don't battle with them, trade them, whatever else. And as long as, you know, either pokemon are still releasing new pokemon or new games or new mechanics or just something that's still interesting people could still feasibly play this for yonks but is that player base still going to want to be around if every time there's an event there's a bug or there's something broken or they keep changing this feature i was like stop 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 touching it that thing's not broken (laughs) touch the other thing like you know it's it's i i deeply want it to be like in a good stable place mm-hmm. and to just be like win on top of a win on top of a win but i feel like i think honestly uh, maybe 2021 2022 probably a bit after COVID. i think honestly probably around the first time that they were like we're going to change the spin radius that was kind of like the first the yeah. first really big like just kicking the shins to the entire community yeah it was just like a massive like out of nowhere and then ever since then i don't think they've had like three months straight of positive 
it would be it'd be getting close to like we've had a few good everything's doing pretty good some cool features and then this thing's broken and then this event didn't you know turn on right or then we're going to change this or we're also going to change these certain other features and it's like just just leave it alone just like just be chill just be cool be chill about it for like three months straight please and it's kind of like i think that yo-yoing back and forth is gonna end up in the long run hurting a lot more than they probably think it does mm-hmm. i don't know it's like i think people are just gonna get frustrated and be like yeah whatever because a, a lot of the enjoyment isn't just you know the pokemon themselves like that's a, that's an amazing bit people love pokemon i love catching my, my little guys you know but the community bit whether that's in person or online or however you've made your community and your friends, if you guys aren't having fun anymore because we can't raid together anymore because that's capped or we can't, you know, do X, Y, and Z together anymore or I just don't want to play anymore because every time I play there's a bug and whatever else or it's not worth my time to go out to do that thing. When those little pockets and communities fall apart or crumble or, you know, don't check in as often anymore, that's when it's going to, you know, people are just going to stop playing as well because it is like it's it's more fun to play with people 90 yeah. percent of the time and go like you don't have to be doing a crazy raid train and doing this thing but even just sitting in a room with or on the call with someone else that you enjoy and you're happy to be playing alongside each other it's a far better experience typically than just mm-hmm. you know sitting by yourself so yeah. i don't know I'm, I'm always still hopeful but i think they just need to i think there's just a few things that could and should be done to just you know preserve it protect it you know respect the community sort of thing yeah yeah i mean i agree because it's not even just the bugs right because that's like Mm. unintentional by them but the the thing that frustrates me is like the intentional removal Mm. of like good quality of life updates right like the spin Mm. distance or Mm. the uh the incense in place spawns or yes or the uh, yes. of course remote raid passes which is probably the latest of things i actually saw right before we yeah. start recording this um fleece king yeah i watched that video. just before i didn't get i just yeah. bookmarked it i didn't get a chance to see it but you know he, he yeah. was, i just saw the headline he was talking about you know the mm. excitement for go is just like just not there right and like we need to do something back i think like it hit i, I, don't, I didn't watch the video so uh correct me if i'm wrong but i think part of his focus was like oh we need to at least bring back remote raid passes which i think mm is i think that's a, a, a part of a it start. yeah yeah a start yeah. but yeah. At, at the same time like for me it's just like you know when articuno f- and lugia first dropped everyone was like losing their mind mm. like, whoa like the first mm. legendaries you ever encounter of course like now like even if it's going to be like i don't know a zarud in uh, in raids right like it's like they're you know we, everyone has one at most like that's exciting mm. but it's not like the same excitement as that first legendary right so like it's just like it's hard yeah. to replicate those same early like endorphins mm. you get when you first play pokemon go or first see a raid or whatever or even first pvp um yeah. but uh but i think you know night is still do stuff to keep the game exciting and, and just i think absolutely stuff, like there's yeah. so much that they could do where it's like i think most people would still get if you saw a charizard just pop up in in your house on your game wherever you be like, oh like you know we've at this point, if you're from playing from day one, you've got infinite Charizard, but yeah. it's still exciting to see like a full. I saw a Blastoise today. And I was like, "Hey, what are you doing, dude? Like, <laughs> sick. That's awesome." I'm like, "I never see you." There's so many like just little things where they can re 
I think they could rebuild that excitement of like, if you know at a, at a grassy area or a park or a playground, there's always going to be better spawns and there's always going to be raids on at those sorts of spots or like there's always, you know, okay, you know, if I'm at home, the spawns are going to suck. But if I go to the park in this, you know, radius biome, whatever, there's going to be fun stuff. So therefore other people are going to go there to play. You're going to meet new people. You know, they, there's, they have tools that they're, Ooh, we can I can magically yeah. make these things happen. Like there's definitely ways to kind of bring a bit of the life back into it. Um, yeah. but I think it needs to be more thought out and curated and like intentional than just like, hey, you guys want routes? Go and sort it out. Go and make your own routes, oh. sort it out. Yeah. And that's you know, <laughs> like that's routes I think could be so cool, like such a great tool, but like when they dropped them, there was no instruction necessarily for what the point was. Why should people want to do it? People have probably made multiple overlapping routes at this point. So there's like 10 different ones that are, one might be better than the other, but who knows unless you do them all. Also, like, the menu doesn't even you know. work. So you can't even yeah, really... Yeah, you can't scroll. <laughs> like, yeah, you can't even look yeah, around. Yeah. So like, I've got one yeah. near me and that's the only one I yeah. do because it's the only one I know that's there and. And yeah. I know there's others, but I can't even see where they are. You can't even scroll <laughs> so, around on the map to see. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. ridiculous. And even so, if you use campfire, oh, people use campfire to see it. Half of them don't even shop on campfire. So it's yeah. like, well, uh, yeah. It's so that's the bugs I on top of that. Really yeah, the bugs on top of that. It's like, yeah, yeah, it just doesn't help. So many yeah. cool things that could be bringing people together mm -hmm. if they were well implemented. That. Mm -hmm people get frustrated and then they're like, oh, I hate routes, don't want to do it. But, you know, now that there's a lot of things that have been fixed, it's not as buggy, people are going to be like, well, why would I even want to try? Like it sucked the first five times to try to do it. So, you know. What, um, <sighs> if it was up to you, what, what mm. would be like a change you would create, like executive change in the game, uh, regardless of how hard it is, like implement? I that's I see it's hard because I don't think it would be just one thing. I think it is such a multi-layered like it, it's too multi-layered to just be like doing this one thing is going to yeah. fix because it's not going to. Right, right, right. I think there's definitely like the immediate sort of thing there's definitely sort of something in the whole like remote raid piece where it's just like it's so expensive now. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not the the cap, it's just it's double what it was sort of thing um you could argue whether or not it's a more powerful tool for rating etc yeah. but like there's i think a lot of online communities were definitely damaged with that ch that change mm -hmm. um whether or not it was whether or not it should or whatever be like a price change or a limit change or whatever else i don't know what the correct answer is because i'm not like a massive rating person yeah. i would want to take I that your... from the rate community like what they would say I saw your tweet um, about the master ball research and you were like grinding out the last few raids. Yeah. Okay, right? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but again, I think it. I saw there were no, I got it, I got it, I got it. There was a ton of content creators <laughs> that were like, that was the thing they were struggling on. And I think part of it was just yeah. removing away the remote raids and just also maybe just not a lot. There's nothing, nothing like, exciting in the raid. raid restaurant like... another time, right? Like, bro, yeah. you know what the thing is? I actually want to raid restaurant. I, yeah, I was like, I, I need to raid restaurant. Have, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have Excel's. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, raid like five times his life. So, raids are still exciting. Yeah, I for the hundredth time. It's like, it's difficult to find people. For me, it's difficult to find people who want to raid. Because mm. again, everyone's like, well, I, you know, I raided Restroom the first time it came out or like when it got the new move. 
Yeah. Um, I can't do remote raids because even if I think look, if I did all five of my remote raids every day for the week, like I'm not coming close to the 296 uh, mm. Excel that I need yeah. to max out. So it's like this yeah. week is kind of pointless for me because I could grind it out and still not get what I'm trying to achieve, yeah. which is a maxed mm. out restaurant. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, well, yeah. Yeah, hundo either. yeah, you know, so it's a bit of a... Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's feel, definitely feel like uh, the. I think the first change would be something around that, where it's just like at the moment it's just a lot of that excitement, especially around rating, is just like it's not there. Um, so I think that could be a very easy, immediate like little bit of a tweak, make it a bit more enjoyable. But again, yeah, I think the long term overall stuff, it needs to be more intentional. Again, like yeah. thinking about they have. Pokemon Go has the power to make people not look both ways and run head first into traffic to try and get a Vaporeon like 2016. <laughs> like the, a game had that power to make grown adults lose all common sense. Like there's nothing, sto- not that we want people running in traffic, but like there's nothing stopping <laughs> like that sort of social engineering in a way of like you could make the game similar to that again and encourage people into certain areas of play like surely you have the like there's there's so many ways that it could be done through that where it's like making far more exciting gameplay loops in community hubs in places where people should be congregating not in a bloody Cole's car park like why the best spawns there that's just uh, make it the grass <laughs> spots have spicy stuff like those that's sorts of things like because it is every you know Cole's car park like. yeah it is it is it is <laughs> i don't know why that is the case i don't but, get yeah. run over by grandma on a yeah. little scooter if she's going into <laughs> woolies to do her groceries like it shouldn't be the place where people are getting the best stuff to catch like yeah, yeah. I think some people were saying at the time as well where it's like it should be more of an approach of incentivizing things as opposed to you know, just like yeah. decentivizing things. So like hmm. something like, you know, if you do, uh, obviously this is what they have, but it's like, you know, doing in-person raids gets you more rare XLs or, you know, other sort of bonuses. That, that's the kind of incentivization for in-person raids as opposed to being mm-hmm. like, well, you just can't do remote raids. You know? mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think even definitely. like a, a, a minor one that I can think of actually recently, there was that, it was a bug, sadly. But remember when our radius was just like a little yes. bit bigger by accident? Everyone was so excited on Twitter. Everyone was so excited. So we moved just- house. Yeah, we moved house. And in this house, I have zero house spawns. Unless I'm like in the back corner of the garden sort of thing. Like there's spawns at my neighbors across the street. But if I play the game in my house, I have nothing. So ever since living here, I don't open the game at home. Because why would I? There's nothing to catch. Unless I'm doing PvP, I have no reason to open the game at home. That whole week when that bug happened, I was opening the game every bloody hour because I could actually catch the spawns that were across the street. And guaranteed, every single day when I opened up, I was like, oh, I can get my spawns. I saw something on the nearby mm-hmm. that was like, it was like Jane Mo, and I'm like, oh, well, now I've got to put my shoes on and go and get it. I, yeah. I left the house every single day be- just because I could catch something at home. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it might sound counterintuitive to like, oh, make the house spawns, people won't go outside. And it's like, well, no, now I, I've opened the game yeah. because I know there's stuff at home. And mm-hmm. now I'm bloody 10 minutes down the street trying to chase this JMO down before it despawns. Like, oh, now I'm already out. I might as well do my daily incense. 
or oh, I'm already out, I might as well do a raid or whatever else. Yeah. Like those things where they're not thinking, like, well, we better just make it more fun to, we don't want you to play at home. And it's like, yeah, you do because then people are playing the game. Mm-hmm. And if they're playing the game, they're going to participate the game. in the game. <laughs> like, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Yeah, they need like, I, yeah. I, I like that analogy too because it's like, I feel like, seeing spawns you catch at home leaves like a trail of breadcrumbs for you to go outside mm. and do stuff but right now Niantic's just like no no no, you don't see no bread like you got to drive to the store to see the yeah. bread sealed behind like the fridge yeah. right for you to, and to get it and it's just too much of a to, commitment for people i feel yeah. like yeah if you wanted to look at it through the most like gimme your money sort of lens as well every single opportunity for someone to open their game is an opportunity for them to appear online to a friend who is doing a raid to send them a raid invite for them to spend xyz dollars to buy a remote raid pass to do that all those sorts of they're going to be like super cynical about it that's like <laughs> yeah yeah every like, single lean opportunity into the micro to like get, get a, yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> take all the exactly. microtransactions just well, make the game like that's the thing that and they're sleeping on it like, they yeah. they purposely got rid of remote raids. They're like actively reducing the microtransactions they're they're making. Yeah. Off of these. Yeah. I was just like, when I saw that, I was like, do they not want to make money? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, um, and it's like, okay, I'm like, I can I can understand like the ethical side of it, sort of thing. Like when yeah. how Michael was saying, like people that um, wail in the game or like are spending mm-hmm. agree like extreme amounts, where it's like. I can understand the ethics side of things where it's like, are we accidentally enabling an addictive, you know, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. But I mean, you're a game creator, time, you're already enabling plenty, some type of addiction. Yeah. <laughs> there's <laughs> plenty of people who, you know, this is their hobby or activity. Uh-huh. They don't go to the movies. They don't do necessarily a sport. They're not paying yeah. $500 for registration fees and whatever else for playing a sport and the uniform and whatever else. And they want to play Pokemon. Like, yeah. you know, do you know what? They might even inadvertently be saving these people from being at the casino. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, They're trying to roll mm, shiny (laughs) restaurant. They they might have been trying to roll three cherries, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about roll, but it's a slot machine. But um (laughs) but no no, but yeah, no, it's great that you say that because um one of my friends, actually you know Manicor Auburn. Um Oh yeah, he's yeah. Like a, he's like a huge grinder of the game, but also he's he's really good at PvP too. He used to not be good at PvP, so I had something over him, and now like he's better than me <laughs> and everything in the game. But Damn he would it. tell me he was like he was like yeah, like I, I like definitely way out in the game and stuff. But he's like it's way better than me spending a night like hundred bucks at the bar mm. every night, right? Instead, he's yeah. like he's like this is significantly some healthier. Some might say it's not healthy, yeah, but it's it's yeah. way healthier than the alternative for him. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I remember he told me that like years ago, and I was just like, yeah, I guess that makes sense actually, right? And it's is your money; you can do what you want with it. But yeah, yeah, I don't. I think uh, hopefully they hopefully they figure some stuff out for sure for the future. Um, but speaking mm-hmm. of the future as well, Zoe, uh, what are what are kind of the future plans for you? I know maybe it's not on, you know, planned out fully, but mm-hmm. um, obviously like you know, go content is still happening. But do you have have you ever like thought about like doing content on other games or other things and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, at the I guess for short term ish, like upcoming plans, Melbourne, gonna get mm-hmm. good, go to Melbourne <laughs> um, for the for the regionals. Um, I mean, uh, what the next bit of DLC is dropping the fourteenth, is it for Scarlet Violet? So. Mm-hmm. 
uh, will more than likely be streaming that and playing through that. Um, but overall, I'm honestly like pretty happy to kind of bounce around like wherever, wherever the road takes me sort of thing. Like, you know, if Niantic decides we're just going to turn off all the spawns ever in Pokemon Go and, you know, you have to imagine your Pokemon, I'm going to have to adapt pretty quickly to, yeah. uh, you know, figure out something else. But um, I think Pokemon overall has just a lot that you can enjoy with it, yeah. whether it's main series or cards or mm-hmm. whatever else. So um, nothing crazy locked in um, besides, you know, the usual scheduled broadcast. Yeah. Are you uh, going to LA by yeah. chance? For um, I this, uh, the tour? would like to. Tour? Yeah, yeah, more than likely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. More than likely. Well, maybe I'll see Either you yeah. I'll hassle that be like, can I stay on someone's couch? <laughs> <laughs> I actually um, have a couch on like yeah. Anticore, so <laughs> and I'm finally out of the studio, so I actually have like a bedroom. Come in soon, come in soon. Yeah, Anticore is going to have a couch like a day before he leaves Australia because you're flying, you're leaving in like your visa's up in February, right? Yeah, mid Feb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd still don't have the couch. I mean, I'm just the couch hey, I swear I'll get one this week. He says this every week. Like little kids fold out. He still has a microwave. He has to unpack in the background. I can see it right now. It's not even a microwave in it. That's a long story. I had some subletters, and they like took some stuff when I came back, and I was like, "Bruv!" Like the thing is, it's not even expensive stuff yet. It's just like Kmart shit. Yeah, but I was like, first day back, and I'm like. Okay, but I don't have any spoons. Where's my... Do you know what I mean? Oh, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, who does this? Do you know what, what I mean? So basically, I had to go at them, and they sent it back in that. So, so well, not they sent it back. <laughs> you were like, there's like a lot of stuff. I want my spoons. No, 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 honestly, in it, yeah, like, absolutely. What are we gonna do without spoons? You know? Yeah, but that is weird. Why would they take spoons? Good on you they for all them? making them bring it back. Yeah, that is that is odd. That um, honestly, like the fact that there is spoons plus whatever else in a Kmart microwave box, that tells me the whole yeah, story that I need right. to know. Exactly, I know exactly, exactly what's going down, and I don't even know the microwave. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I know exactly. You don't own a couch. I didn't expect the microwave either. No, I don't own a microwave because I don't need one. Yeah, not with. I haven't gone around to buying one. Anyway. Well, uh, those were pretty much all the questions I have. So um, do you have any questions? I've got some last, um, I mean, is is not necessarily uh, focused on, uh, you know, anything we've been chatting about. But Mm -hmm. this weekend is the Gdansk Regional. Yeah. Uh, First regional of the new meta. Meta's been out for like a week. Uh, Yeah, like Mm. a week. Or like it will have been out for like a week. Um, what do you guys think, uh, what Pokemon's really going to shine this weekend? Uh, you know, I mean, I think, okay. I what think Clawstar is really good, but people just still I don't, don't know. know how, I, I think it's actually really good, <laughs> but it's going to be, it's going to be 100% two, two Pokemon for sure. Two water Pokemon. Whiskash and mm. Polyrath are busted right now. They're like Ooh. super strong. Yeah. Yeah, they both learned Scald, and they went from a 30% chance of debuffing your opponent's attack to 50%. And then on top of that, they also Jeez. made it do more damage. And mm. the energy is the same. The so same it got like a double damage buff. and energy as Oblivion Wing. 
Yeah, yeah. Which is so Polyrath has the same kind of move as a Veltor, <laughs> yeah. But, but, but <laughs> better, because there's a 50% chance of debuff yeah, here. Yeah, because there's a debuff. not yeah. even as good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Polyrath so and Whiskash. Polyrath. Yeah. I'm, throwing, I'm throwing Scald at Grass Pokemon. I'm throwing Scald at, like, a Zoomerill <laughs> instead of Mudbomb, because I'm like, I'm just going to fish for the debuff and drop. see what happens. Yeah. 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 That's phenomenal. Yeah. I honestly, I haven't had a chance to sit down and look. I, I, I read through all of the move changes, but it's like I haven't had a chance to like actually sit down and listen to the experts on what, what would the, you want the vibe check is. Yeah. I just saw, I saw Caleb's ranking and I'm I got curious, angry at yeah. the detonate and then didn't look at the rest of it. So. Yeah, it was like um, right next to the irrelevant like category. Oh, here, so. just, and <laughs> Smolive, you put Smolive. No, nah, I'm going to make Smolive work <laughs> Baby League or something. Someone was using Smolive in Great League last season. I was looking up like, I'm like, where's Dolive? Like, I'm like, where's Dolive rank? <laughs> yes, good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm really curious to see how it, like changes up i'm always like a big fan of just like the the spicy ish pick that functions like i love seeing when someone's like oh you're gonna bring that to the regionals and then it's like mm -hmm, when they come yeah. like first or second and it's yeah, yeah. Those weekends i know it's in i enjoy that yeah. you said it's definitely about the spicy one yeah i was gonna say yeah you say good oh yeah it's not good yes good answer it happens it's stupid yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I want to see Gastrodon. You said Gastrodon has potential, apparently, allegedly. I want to see someone buffed. rocking. I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like when Whiskash is also like just. I know, it's so yeah, good. Whiscash is. Strong. They're just, yeah. yeah. It's going to be interesting. I keep Wait. forgetting to replace my PvP Whiscash. It's one that I built like the first week of PvP, and then I just keep forgetting to replace just, it. It is the I worst built a new possible. One recently, just because I know this, I need yeah. to. Yeah, I keep forgetting. And I've like <laughs> transferred all my barbos, and I'm like, damn it! Like every time, yeah. <laughs> every time. Yeah. Wait, Annika, I what's actually your did a bit of a clear out before the end of the season, and then. Uh, yeah. Oopsies! Yeah, like, oh, I could have used those, you know. Yeah. Wait, um, what's your prediction? I, so, okay, so I think. I, I wouldn't have picked Polyrath, yeah, but that's just because I'm not sure in show six if you're going to reliably bring it because I feel like there's at least like two to three natural Polyrath counters going to be on most teams. And so yeah, I feel yeah, like Azumarill Azuma is like a very mm -hmm. safe pick, you know, like Lantern, something like that, you know. Um, Apparently, you could but, just muscle through those matchups with debuffing them. It's kind of crazy. Apparently, that's, kind of I, that's not me, but apparently that's what that's the situation. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of mad. Um, I wouldn't expect that against Azumarill, so that's kind of wild. Um, I reckon. So, although of the obvious picks are like you know Skarmory, Talonflame, I think that Shadow Dragonair, um, DD. I think these are maybe not like these are not like hot takes, right? But I <laughs> yeah. think the hot take is Trevor. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, Trevor's back. No, Trev I think yeah, Trev is back, yeah. I think Trevor is not even running like a flying oh. like, fast attack. Yeah. And you Trev have is like the only grass Trev type so that much you can last, comfortably last use against the flyers, right? Because otherwise, like, mm. you know, Venu, you're getting fully walled off by Skarmory. Serperio, yeah. um, you're getting walled off by basically both of them. Mm -hmm. um, but Trev, Trev can actually hit back. And it, there's not really any dark types in the meta at the moment. Oh, it doesn't seem like it. And I think it's real. maybe because everyone's expecting a zoom rule. So mm. you don't really have many Trev counters as well at the moment. So well, Lickitung, Lickitung, um, no, I think Lickitung's the only one. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, exa exactly. It's not like it's not like Trev counters. Talonflame and Skarmory all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know they're counters. Yeah, but listen, like, do you know what I mean? Those are their counters, but you can still hit back. Yeah, so like, it at mm. least gives you play, right? So yeah. Um, 
I think that's, I think that's like the superior superior uh, grass. Just mm. and also Charger Bug's been looking pretty good recently. Uh, yeah, this pretty good recently. And Trevor has played into in it, so Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It flip. It. So actually, um, uh, Zoe, we were like. Uh, the podcast before Brisbane, I was showing Caleb my team, mm. and I think he was just like, "Yes, yeah, really weak into Charger Bug." And he's I was like, like, "No, he's, like, he's going to be running Charger Bug at yeah. Brisbane." Yeah. So obviously, yeah. it was Vish that kicked me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> running a Charger Bug. Charge bug. Yeah. So, when I saw Vish's team, I was like, "I have clearly been sleeping for a season because what the hell? Why is there a Charger Bug? There's <laughs> an after. I'm like, well, what's going? Yeah. These little Ligars dudes. And I'm like, this is a great around. team. Yeah. I love this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These little yeah, dudes." Yeah. Uh, oh was, yeah, yeah. Really good, they yeah. pack a punch. Yeah, Charger Bug yeah. is uh, better than the Bike of Bull yeah. too, which is kind of wild. Yeah, that's um, yeah, yeah. wild. But uh, I know earlier in this episode you said, you know, you're trying to figure out like what's the what's the bridge between kind of like casual mm. Pokemon going mm. PvP. But I think you, I think you're like you're that bridge, Zoe, in many ways too, right? Uh, going to events and stuff. I, I don't think. A lot of like the general Pokemon Go creators go to as many tournaments or or have participated mm. in any. I've been uh, I did convince the cruise ship Tom Cruise to yeah well, he went to Toronto but he didn't I don't think he made content around it but he's gonna yeah, be stopping sure, yeah. by our local tournaments in LA soon too so good stuff so yeah he know. he saw me like. I think post whatever on my story and he was like eyes oh, emoji being like did you compete and I'm like <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I'm like I'm like oh Boba and he's like I went and competed for this I was like oh, I'm like let's go dude like yeah, that excited for him yeah. yeah yeah him and his that's what I'm saying like him and his lunatone but it's like you know he's gonna do well with it because he loves it and he practices mm-hmm. with it sort of thing yeah and bring my dead name yeah one white yeah. with it so let's um, go i think also you know with uh locals um i expect australian locals to just be around the corner right because they just announced i hope so um so hopefully that's also another opportunity to be able to bridge that gap because i don't know when i was thinking about doing locals in london and this was before locals were actually useful for um like you know championship points i just wanted to do like just a locals for you know pvp players and i was thinking there's a lot of things that you can integrate like you can utilize campfire you can mm-hmm. utilize um you know the ambassador program for like codes yeah. and stuff like that there's a lot of things that are currently available that you can utilize to make it appealing to as many people as possible right um yeah. and now that they're actually official tournaments give out championship points you get little prizes and you get like you know yeah. little like entry prizes for even just competing you know even if you don't win um maybe there's a lot more room for uh you know, for making it appealing to people who maybe previously wouldn't have considered um, mm. even doing it in PvP. So, yeah. Mm. Even well, just accessible. Like if someone can't mm. afford to fly to Brisbane or Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah. Like, like you can't convince, you know, mum to, oh, come on, mum, let me go and compete in this. It's like, no, <laughs> mate. But if there's one down the road that you can go to that's your local. Yeah. Well, do you know what? Point, technically, you know, in Australia, massive. it's um, possible to qualify for Worlds only through locals. Due to how many points you actually need, if if locals oh, wow. were to arrive, that would yeah. be yeah. if locals if they, arrive, if they, if they get there quick enough, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it is actually possible to qualify for worlds completely from locals. Like you don't have wow. to turn a single region. Obviously, I mean, yeah, honestly, like you would hope so because we are so spread out and we only have what now the three actual events. Like mm-hmm. you would technically need that to be an option. Yeah, because otherwise it's like otherwise no you had to go chance, to all three yeah. and still like compete yeah 
pretty, you know, yeah. or, like perform pretty well. So yeah, yeah. Fingies crossed. That'd be wild. Hey, locals, if we get Zoe to Worlds, qualify Worlds, it's you get I'm your. Just, no. I don't want to take someone else's spot. No, no, no. You don't take no, anyone no, else's no, spot. You if you qualify, that's your spot. Well, like, because yeah. it, it's I a know, championship point. So, like, once you hit the threshold, it's not true. like. They don't, I'm more mean, don't like, yeah, like, but if someone else won, like, I'm probably going to go to Worlds anyway, you know, just to, like, but be then you, there. No, if you get. You could compete too. It'd be great. You'll be there. Because they have to go anyway. Then I have to be get good, you know. Well, you always just go to have fun too. The, I will say, if you're not sold, they give you swag bags just for the world's competitors. Oh. You could do that, or you could, like, they, or they come with great stuff. Like, they had, like, a Pikachu ramen bowl, the Yokohama one, and, like, a Switch case, and cool. a bunch of stuff. The t-shirts, yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, but... Anyway, we'll see. We'll, uh, see. we'll see. We'll see how that goes for sure. Um, but we're we're a little over two hours. Uh, thank you so much for you know joining us and sharing your insights. And you know, I think uh, I learned a lot. I, I I heard you on previous podcasts before, but I still feel like you know there were still a lot of new stories that I heard a lot about your journey here too. So hopefully our audience enjoyed it as well. But um, for those that want to find more of your content, where is the best place for people to find you? Uh, if you type Zoe two dots, Z-O-E-T-W-O-D-O-T-S into any sort of search engine, I should pop up in any any platform that you prefer. But uh, I guess most active on YouTube. Uh, you can find me over on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, all that good stuff. I have a very low activity TikTok as well, if that's your thing. <laughs> Same. Um, but you can find me wherever you want to want to find me. And yeah, come and, come and find out what's happening in events like a good 16 hours before it happens for you so you get a bit of a heads up yeah. and i'll let you know what's exactly. going on which is still earlier than <laughs> it's, good. it's pretty good honestly true half the time you can catch uh, her in melbourne too in person if you want to yeah if you want to battle yeah. come and to melbourne come fight too. me in melbourne yeah in the Hold game the youtube match that'd be great yeah that would be hilarious yeah, and yeah, maybe be... maybe fingers crossed it might be like an unofficial stream from melbourne that'd be really cool yeah that'd be yeah, fantastic uh... yeah. fingers i'm crossed. hoping that's you know uh, obviously there's a lot of work to still be done but i'm hoping that's like guaranteed for melbourne because it's like would you cast anacor if they asked you to like help out uh, or throw no, your name I in the hat yourself. He's between like is, wanting to qualify and wanting to yeah, be a caster. Pretty much. Because honestly, yeah. the thing is, is that like I also know that definitely. So again, if it's a stream, if a stream happens, um, you know, it will be a community stream yep. and most likely led by Steve. And I do also know that there's definitely a lot um, that I can help him with. Um, because uh, like mm. I know that he's going to be ha having to tackle a lot of the in-person production sort of side so he probably won't even be able to cast it himself because he'll be having to you know manage all that stuff so I know there's technically I could uh, a lot that I could help him with but I really want to compete <laughs> I, feel, I feel like this I feel like this season is my season bro <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay yeah, right. I feel, I feel, you know what I left Brisbane, Brisbane a change man yeah I left also very early in the morning, <laughs> so I was quite fire tired. in your heart. Like, yeah. But um, yeah, <laughs> the thing you gotta know about Enercore though is he he always has fire in his heart, but but the fire is like <laughs> it's a little misleading because he's like yeah. he's like Caleb, I'm I'm you know I'm ready this time. I'm getting eight hours sleep every night. I'm gonna be like sleeping on my special bed and like meditating. I'm getting my mind right and my body right, and then. 
and then three months later, he's saying the same thing to me. He's like, I'm back in Australia. I'm ready to I'm get dying. my mind and body right. Like, he was saying, he's in Australia, he's like, when I go back to London, this is what I'm going to do, right? And they say the same thing when he gets to Australia. He's like, when do you know Australia, what? Yeah. what do you know what? Yeah. To, to, all the, to all the viewers and listeners out there, yeah, yes, I think yeah. one thing that's very important that you should take from this yeah, is that it's a constant journey. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you don't want to, you can't burn I out. Feel, I still yeah. got faith. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I still well, got if, faith. If, I you, can do if you go up in like a massive blaze, the firefighters are going to come and put you True. out and you're done. That's if you slow point. burn, you could just yeah. slowly yeah. kind yeah. of, you know. If Anacor gets yeah. a couch tomorrow, then what are we going to talk about anymore, right? What like, are we going to talk about? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's going to wait until the last day when he's on trail for us to figure out if he ever gets his couch. Do you know what? I might even get a couch and just hide it from the camera. Uh, <laughs> you're thinking 10 steps too far ahead <laughs> yeah you saw spoons packed up in a microwave box that you don't even own a microwave for so figure out how just, you're gonna get your reference, I do actually first. have spoons that i use right those are now those are now duplicate spoons so <laughs> oh which is God. why they're still packed up glad you don't have to wash one spoon you use after every use. Yeah, yeah. i have five i have five <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, what it's, a good time. Uh, yeah. Anyway, thank you all for joining. Um, but yeah, go follow Zoe on the socials and uh hope to see more content from you, especially PvP content. But mm-hmm. until then, uh everyone take mm-hmm. care and have a good one. Peace. Safe.